This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of NRL Boom Rookies. Along with me, as usual, it's Mitch and Matt. Hello everybody. That was dull. No, (laughs) No intro this week. We've got a lot to talk about. And by a lot, I mean around a rugby league. I don't know. Mate, one week you, off and you turn to shit. This why, are you doing your, why are you doing your NPR voice, Dale? <laughs> Welcome back. Today we find which serial killer we can find with Ancestry DNA. Yep. Moving along. Mm. Um, how are we all? Week uh, off? Are we refreshed? Is this like the origin shit break? shit after Saturday, but I think yeah, we're all on the same boat on that. Saturday was the worst yeah, day ever. I got, can deal with it. I got carded. We won a lot of shit. Yeah, I know. Don't 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 cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. Yeah. And that and was A A League boom. It's A League, mate. We'll suck for like a year and a half, and then we'll be the best team in the league again. Yeah. This is how this thing works. Like, it, it's not the same as when I lost a big important final in the NRL. It just never will be. I guess. In the win it every three years That's or four true. years. It's just it. The one storm victory fan who listens to this podcast is probably very happy. So shout out to Jake. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. There you go. Prick. Brady kicked me in the face, no. so that wasn't great. Did he? Yeah, he jumped on top of us and then I got a knee why, in the why mouth. Why would he do that? I don't, know. I don't know. He's a small man. Yeah. Anyway. Spirit end in nature. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jumped over a wall, I'm, which is uh, what his countrymen tend to do. I am dead inside. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I'm okay. And, and, and my NPR voice was bad. Good Sorry. Lord. Uh, alrighty. On to this week's cereal, with an S, not a C. Uh, we'll start with the Anzac Day Clashes. Uh, St. George Laura 24... Sydney Roosters eight. This feels like it was like a year ago. That more so Park. long ago. <laughs> I know, I know. I had to had to go and rewatch this game because okay. I don't even remember really what happened. To be honest, thanks, Ruan. Anyway, Ooh, <laughs> way to tip our Shots hands. Fired. Good lord, Man, you can't let them behind the curtain. Yeah, Gareth like Widdop plays like an eighty kilo Cooper Cronk. <laughs> fucking hell, he was awesome. He is great. Um, I, I think we saw, for, for me at least, we saw what. From St. George, what I think a lot of people expect of a better Sydney Roosters. Like, good halves who run the team around and a forward pack that hit hard. And mm-hmm. the Roosters have the potential to be that, except for the fact that they have big jelly beans well, in the forwards. The Roosters had the ball for like, felt like 30 minutes of the first half. Yeah, I agree. And went into the halftime trailing. That <laughs> rugby, was great. Rugby league, what a strange Mate. old sport, eh? And I thought that moment where the Roosters took that two was one of the more bizarre admissions uh, of failure I've seen in rugby league for a while. Like how they just they had like three or four sets in a row. It is strange, and mm. they were behind. It wasn't like they uh, were they were yeah. going for it and they were failing when they were equal score, but they were I'm, down by six and went for two. I'm captain, take the two, but taking the two when you're down six is odd. And when you've already elected to not take it, and then you, you t- and it's so long left in the game, you take the two there, and you saw the dragons act like they'd already won the game because the Roosters gave up. It was bizarre, but uh, this dragons team, we know we keep talking about how good they are, but it was probably Ben Hunt's best game for them. For me, ran the ball a lot more. And the Roosters just have all kinds of problems for a team on paper that eight weeks in now, you should know who you are, and they don't really know anything about them other than they're still the same old inconsistent mob who won way too much shape and way too much structure, and they don't look like scoring unless Cooper Cox kicking the ball. And like know. in the first two, three, maybe four weeks of the comp, like that structure and that shape to look really nice. On the attacking side of the ball, it was like it Kiri's was re- first game it looked good. Yeah, that's what I thought. You know, it looked fluid. It was the Knights game; they were relatively good as well. Um, like they looked like it was it was fine to watch. But now it's like every second set is a mate. second ball out the back, and it's just like you're gonna if you keep doing that, mate. They're attacking like it's 2013. That's what they do. Yeah, still. it's just and they brought back their old, old attack coach, and their attack is like it used to be. That you know, 
And that just doesn't work in rugby league anymore. I mean, if you are going to re-employ somebody who has a certain philosophy, you can't really complain when you well, I mean, get that philosophy. This is what makes great coaches great are the guys that do it forever and they and they adapt, like Bellamy and Bennett have. And it's yeah. just like the, the Roosters' attack and how they're playing is a symptom of what the Roosters were and it's not what works in the current rugby league. And yep. maybe Trent Robinson isn't a great coach anymore. You know, Des Hassel was once a great coach and he stuck to what he was doing and it, didn't, it stopped working. Yeah. Michael you know? Maguire. Michael Maguire. So... There's some questions there for me over Trent Robinson and just how, you know, I understand the Trolls are a lazy player. Okay, he's lazy, he is. But mm. how they haven't got decided to get him more ball, I'll never know. You know, how it's not a deliberate effort or there's not someone up his ass to get him to get in the field and get more ball. And then the whole pack just feels like a whole bunch of social loafers. Nobody's playing their best football. Social loafer, good turn. Like all of them. You know, like Hargreaves isn't like good footy in years. Takayaho is a is, you know, talented player. He's not playing crash hot. Napa, not playing great. Boyd Cordner, probably not playing fantastic. Like, Isaac Lee, you're not playing great. Like, all these names on paper, that pack should be killing teams. So what you're saying is Kane Evans was the glue that held this forward pack together? <laughs> yes. Okay. Indeed, good. he was. Um, what kind of glue would he be? Uh, that, the semi-edible one that didn't actually stick anything Clag? together. Yeah. I would have said... <laughs> couldn't remember the name. I would have said glue made of dead horses, because that's what their flogging is. Is it all made of dead horses? Look, I'll... Yeah, and what so. has come of Jake Friend? I mean, it's been worse and worse every week. This is a t- another terrible performance. And he played 80 minutes. They were parked on the roost, the uh, the Dragons line for probably 40 of them. And he, he mm. picked the ball up once to run it. Um, I was a little bit frustrated. Like, um, Nate McDonald try. Very- oh, we'll get, I was going to say, we'll get to that. <laughs> um, but anyway, t- and also I think Tedesco, I think he's playing for the Tigers again, eh? He's like that. Looks like the only one in attack who'd look likely to do anything. Throw the ball to him, and he runs around crazy and hopes something happens. But you know, that's it. It seems to me like they've and, and other people have said this other than than me. But it seems like that you can't you can't keep saying we don't know how to play together. Like you've been playing together for eight weeks, and I know that there's some injuries there, and obviously two pros of the. the, the the big one in the back line, but mm. like you can't play together for eight weeks. But that pack hasn't changed. And then go, oh, well, we're still trying to learn how to play together. Like, how long does it take? Eight weeks? 12 weeks? Yeah. Two years? And then, you know, you've got clearly frustrated Cooper Cronk now too. I think early few rounds, he's putting up with their dumb mistakes and stupid footy. But even yeah. small things in this game, like one example was they're 20 metres out from the Dragons line at second tackle. Cronk, before the tackle, points at Napa, points to the goal line, just, you know, take a hit up, go straight. Yeah. He goes straight. Cronk turns to organise the other boys and Jake Friend's not looking and Napa throws an offload and the Dragons pick it up. Just throw it, looks back, there sees no one there and just throws it anyway and pick it up. And by the time Cronk turned around, the ball was with the Dragons yeah. and he just gave him the whole what the fuck are you doing? Mm. Like when he, And plenty of cracks in the game that showed and still, like I said, the only way they've got the scoring at the moment is when Cronk gets the ball in his hands and he kicks the thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. And, and I think that's not necessarily just a symptom of being dumb players and making bad decisions but it's trying to do too much because you don't feel like you're doing enough through the rest of the game like the only as you said the only way that they seem to be able to score is when Kronk kicks so the players feel like they have to do something to try and match that effort and whether that's a dumb offload or that's a silly you know second effort in a tackle that costs them a penalty it it just seems like they don't yeah you're right they don't play smart footy not even offloading team but you know if you're going to only throw the ball offload the ball seven or eight times a game that one shouldn't be one of them yeah (laughs) if you're going to be a team that's going to put the arm away and not Mm. offload you don't throw ones like that speaking of throwing yeah Nene McDonald Um, it's good that it didn't affect the result great first but what on earth like that's uh, this is one of those ones where I'm yet to see a single person who thought it was a try my my issue with this, and I think we spoke about this off mic. My issue with this is, why was it sent up as a try? 
Oh, mate, look, someone asked a question about this later. We'll we just got to stop making later, refs but... take guesses, hey? Yeah. But, like, um, just get rid of the on-field decision insufficient evidence and, shit. It's just nonsense. And I'm not, yeah, we're not saying get rid of that and go back to refs call or whatever, whatever. We've we've said this about three years we've been doing this podcast Bounce of probabilities. The, the best way that a video ref is done in terms of that process, not the technology involved that the mm. bunk has, is in rugby union when the TMO, the referee talks to the bunker or talks yep. to the video ref. They talk to each other. Not that hard. And also, it's, it's, at it's, that stadium, you've got... Sp- Fucking screens that are seventy-five meters across. You can see them. You can see. Talk to each other. But it's just like it's not that hard to you know go from the system that the Timo has in in Union. They still get things wrong. That's refereeing. You get mm. decisions wrong, but they'll stop. Go to the bunk. Go upstairs and go. Look, mate. I think I saw this, and they'll confirm it. Talk yeah. about, it, and they'll go. Oh, what do you reckon? Oh, I'm going to stick with this or whatever. I thought yep. that. Like, that's fine. And it lets the referee make a decision because the referee on the field it's is the one the process. who's in charge. Well, he's, we've seen many a time where there'll be a, a questionable bunker call mm. and the players will go up to the referee and the referee's like, that's the call we made. That's his answer. Yeah, you know? now you have to walk away. Yeah. It's, not, it's not in my hands. It's like, mm. yeah, but you're in charge, mate. Yeah. You're that, the one who's the, the ref. The whole on-field decision thing needs an overhaul, in my just, opinion. It was just one of those weird occasions where like, a lot of time they go down really niche in the, in the rule book, and we saw it with the drop kick last week. They went down to the whole intention of kicking with one foot and he hit it with the other, meant he kicked it. Mm. But in this game, they forgot about the regathering the ball. Yeah. means like, When you lose the ball, you have to get it back in your hand. To, in, in yeah, you have to recontrol the ball. You have to, you have to grip it or, you know, Never mind, he probably bounced it anyway. Like, he did bounce it, and and you know we we all know that I'm a Saints fan. It wasn't a try, yeah. like it was as simple as that. And I was watching it live, and I just went, "There's no way on God's green earth they're going to give and this." Again, it doesn't affect the result. The Dragons were comfortable winners, but just like oh, these but Mitchell, things, what if the Roosters miss the finals by four, four against points? Again, yeah. doesn't like it's a try. It goes back back of the library now. You forget about it, but just like you know, yeah. just a failure. Again, we're never going to hammer refs when they make decisions in the moment because like human error is a part of life. But when you have a million replays to get something right. There's yeah. no excuse for Well, there, there isn't really a correct answer either because perfection isn't possible. No. And, I, and, I, and I feel like we get to this pro- point now that we're, tr- we're trying so hard to be so perfect with it that that's how mistakes happen. Mm. You can't be 100%. You look too much at a thing or you put too much weight and you don't know what insufficient evidence even means anymore. Yeah. You get in this weird decision-making area, which is probably why when you're sitting there at home, it's almost easier to make the call on your couch. Mm. Because he's not over there thinking, overthinking it, all that kind of stuff. Like, like the referees might be at the moment. Like, yeah, we saw another one in the in the, in the South game of similar thing that which is Isimbiche evidence. Is just what does that even? Yeah, you're what right. Does even what does it even mean? Mm. Anyway, move on from that game yeah. to Melbourne fifty, New Zealand Warriors ten. You okay? Not a real lot to talk about in this one. I am. I am. Uh, yeah, looked a storm of the done last couple of weeks. Looks like they're back to what they were mm. last year. That first half performance. Yeah, they're probably the performance of the season by anybody in terms of one half of footy. Was that? Cl- I think that was the second most points that was ever were ever scored in a f- in a half of footy, a first half. Of I don't footy. know the most. The Broncos put forty on para. I think it was four, I think it was forty four. But I, I feel yeah. like Storm against South last year got close to fifty in the first half. Mm. Yeah, there's probably some game back against Glebe and City Uni or something. <laughs> that was back when South yeah, counted, man. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Was that back before your there club was, was a merged entity? I don't was, think yeah, I don't think great. that team turned up and they just yeah. kicked off anyway. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, this the storm. I think the most impressive thing for mine this season with them is how Billy Slater' role has changed. Like he's thirty four years old now, and now he's only just now getting into first receiver. Mm. Like the to this is what makes great players great, right? As as, as you age and as the game changes and as your body changes, you change. Mm. And this team need, it was evident the first couple of rounds, they didn't have a playmaker who, in, who going into first receiver and making things happen. And it was, it was the off-season plan. It was like Billy, the plan was all of a sudden like round four onwards to get Billy into first receiver. Yeah. And he's been doing it and he's kicking sometimes now as well. 
And he's doing it with aplomb. I'm not going to go out there and say he's the next Darren Lockyer bullshit, but he's doing it similar to what Darren Lockyer was doing in the late 90s and early 1000s and that he's getting in first receiver and playing like a half some sets, not just being a fullback who's out the back summing up plays. He is creating plays as well. And this is, again, a, a team that now really has four halves on the field when you consider yeah. that Smith has a great kicking game and obviously we know that he reads the play exceptionally yeah, I well. Wouldn't, I wouldn't really count Rolly Jacks as a half. He's more of a back rower. Uh, <laughs> he attends games in the halves. He does. He does. But um, it's, it's but more sharing the work kind of thing in, that, in those yeah. playmaking roles. I more. mean, even Josh Adokar was kicking on the weekend. Yeah, so look, was. maybe he should play in the halves instead of Riley Jacks. Yeah, Adokar's one of those players just at top flight. There's not many players more enjoyable to watch play rugby league than, than him. He, he is, yeah. He's... And the Storm scored two incredibly pleasing but very, very different tries in this game, the Adokar one and the Riley Jacks one, which I think goes back to what you were saying before about Craig Bellamy's willingness to change and to be malleable in order to remain successful. Yeah, yeah, they're just, uh, you know, back to being that. They look like, you know, I wouldn't say the Dragons are the best on the comp currently, but they look right up alongside them in terms of performance again. They look like fun. They look like they're having fun. Yeah, yeah, can we get rid of the boring storm stereotypes? But that's it's good to the, see I think again. that's in the bin at this it point. It is. The boys turning mm. up for a milestone cancer with the game. Yeah, again. huge game. <laughs> I mean, congrat- and congratulations. And he kicked to nine him. more goals to further to, to break the all-time think, points record. I think this is the largest win of any player playing the most games It must be. He must player. be the first player ever to kick nine goals while also breaking the record for most goals and most appearances. Did he break the most records in this game, potentially? So many records. I mean, what most, a man. Most records. Um, speaking of broken records, nah. <laughs> Sydney 20, <laughs> Brisbane 24 <laughs> at the <laughs> Olympic Stadium. That was a good segue. I'm proud of that one. Hello, darkness, <laughs> no, I don't think this is appropriate. This is not like... We're not spiraling in the depths of madness yet. Aren't we? I don't really... You're, you're forcing <laughs> it a little bit here, buddy. I'm forcing anything. <laughs> we lost... A close game to a decent team. I don't to think a team you were calling a bunch of spastics of the night. Uh. <laughs> how are we losing oh, to these dear. spastics? Oh, the behind corner. the curtain we go. Oh. Up the kimono. I feel like you're paraphrasing somewhat. But, um, yeah, uh, uh, first, first time this year, Damien Cook hasn't set the world on fire. Not that he was bad. He just wasn't amazing. Yeah, um, outplayed by Cody Nicarima. Yeah. I mean, look, Cody is a rep player, though. They, I understand these things yeah. happen. They just, they just happen. Ooh, so it's <laughs> um, that music is so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> it's not appropriate. I'm here for it when it's fair, but it's, we're, we're, just, we're a good team. We came up short on the day. What can you do? They've lost three games this year by four points, four points, and two points. That's, that's good. Right. That's, that's a, but I you're mean, saying they lost. Yeah. It's okay. It's fine. It's round eight. It'll be all right. It is. It's, uh, so not, not the worried. Broncos are 6-0 over the Bunny since we started this podcast. I, so I, this I'm podcast really? Of that I did not know that. This podcast I, I did is never ending. <laughs> this podcast is never ending. Yeah, we get our nights by this week, so it's fine. You do, but but, um, I can't quit this podcast until that record is broken. Uh, so it's gone forever. Okay. Um, <laughs> South's decision to wear darker jerseys than usual. Oh, no, no. Hang on. Insane. Roll it back. South's decision is not the problem here. South's are the home team. True. We should have been treated to some maroon and mint from... Uh, Maybe. Uh, to, uh, whoever approved it, mate, that's who... Because, yeah. like, my eyesight is not amazing, and I was struggling to tell the two teams apart at times, and I think that might have been a reason why... And you, were at, threw, you were at the game. We were right? standing next to each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, South threw the ball to the Broncos three times in the second half, and... All three times I was like, did he think that was a South fight? Are you telling me that eight inches of a yellow fabric on a six foot six man's body is not enough to tell? It the is not enough. I'm not saying, I'm not blaming, it's just a poor decision by South to yeah. allow that to happen in the yeah. first place. Oh, because well. GI threw that offload to Sam Thiday. He just <laughs> saw a dark jersey in his back line and just threw the ball. Mm. Um, so yeah. 
South started this game strong, but uh, did not take advantage of, of the performance early on. No. And, I mean, the points in the first half came from a Jack Bird mistake and yep. Jamman and Sarko falling over. Oh, they I thought the take... second try was quite a nice move. Yeah, it was a nice move. Um, um, and and but they, you know, the Broncos barely completed and they didn't take advantage. Of it. Six points lead wasn't enough a in bit, a half time. I'm officially a little bit worried about uh, Adam Reynolds. Adam Reynolds, he's yeah. just not doing anything with Kicking such was great a huge in the first amount. Half. Yeah, but yeah. fuck, like so one dimensional. He ran the ball a few times, but didn't do anything with it. And when did they had so? When many did he go down injured? What minute was that? Was actually, relatively early on, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, did he? He got up gingerly. Yeah, he played he, the whole game. He played the whole mm, game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it was it was kind of a strange game in that I thought Souths were really really good in the first half and well on top, but they just didn't have the lead to show for it. And then the second half, they just didn't come out of the sheds and they got mowed down. Mate, Fucking sh- Corey Oates. Mate, you shouldn't have played the bird's eye for so long. Like they were almost in almost every try you can see, they had a bird's eye missing a tackle. Yeah, the, the, the running out of the defensive line. The Oates line. one was oh, so Tom Burgess just. Man. Well, the, bit fir- of jersey grabbing. The, f- the first try is George Burgess missing Anthony Milford, and yep. then the play after it. Obviously, you can't really blame George for that. It was quite well summed up from you know Pan guys off a uh, long pass to Oates or whatever, whatever we score in the corner. But, uh, George misses that, and then again Tom misses on Oates's run, and then on uh, Cody Karim's try again. It's Burgess there. They just played too many minutes. Yeah, they, and, and, then, they're, and they're, not, they're not used to it. Of well, course, and. Although the only reason South got close in the end was two terrible decisions. Yeah, I mean, which they um, are. like I we were right, I was right in line with that for that um, that first half no try to was it Nikarima? Yeah, yeah, he he put that ball. On the yeah, line. you've seen enough rugby league to know that even without seeing where the ball is, you know that ball's on the ground. You um, saw Johnson's arm was in front of the ball, and yeah. you saw the ball was most likely underneath him on the ground. And again, that's because the ref sent up as no try. You're saying there was insufficient evidence, but it was that's on a, what they said. As you said, we were on the sideline there, and yeah. we all myself. Frankie and you all thought that was ball down. And that's two south um, And then John Sutton's try, the ball went about seven metres forward. And again, <laughs> I don't understand why you can't check that because it was incredibly blatant. I was doing that dumb league fan at the footy thing, yelling forward like 30 times, hoping they changed you their did. call somehow. You're yelling they, at the footy? Fair, I've they, never yeah, seen that. They yeah. thought about changing it. But yeah, I, I, was all, I almost got on your say. So yeah. <laughs> it keeps me going. Hang on, did you hear that? That sounded like a man yelling forward. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Payne Haas was great. Tevita Pangai was awesome again. Yeah. And fucking Corey Oates. Corey Oates, can the we just killer. please just sign him so that he can't score? <laughs> he can't hurt me anymore. Well, well, he can't score points against his own team. That's true. So. You, and you cannot score an well, own try is, as far as I know. So This was for me was one of Wayne's better coaching performances of the year because he adjusted. And a lot of, a lot of coaches get stuck in their rotations. But in the second half, he lost Josh McGuire to injury. And then simply opted not to play Matt Lodge because Lodge wasn't playing well. And it's pretty rare coach in this day and age changes those rotations and just does not bring a play back on performance-wise. And he didn't do that. And then he, you know, let the, the most impressive thing for Broncos fans is that he let the young boys win it. And they did do that. You know, Pangai went, went out there and, and for him, well, the thing I like the most about him is not just all, you know, the talented player he is, but how he always tries to find a way of making a, dif- make a difference in a game. And if he's not doing that with an offload or doing that with defense or, or anything like that, he's finding things like one-on-one strips like he did That's in this a great game. Play. Yeah. You know, small players like that. He just wants to be involved, and then you know he he did his job. Sims was exceptional and, and was getting on hands and knees almost every time he ran the ball, running over uh, South forwards. Offhand guys go to the bench, and then Payne Haas came on for his debut. And you know, there's a lot of hype there, and it's hard to live up to any of it. I'm not going to say lived up to it, but in terms of an 18 year old prop debut, you can't ask for much better. You know, he had nine runs in 20 minutes. He held up Richie Kennard and dragged him back in goal for one of the tries, and. And didn't shy away from responsibility in a tackle defence. And I think, you know, when he ran the ball, 
and he hit the line. He didn't really drive through many forwards, but again, the guy's 18. He's built like a man mountain. That Kenner play was infuriating. It was, but... He had five Broncos in front of him and just dived at the ground, mate. Stayed up. Fuck. But the thing and I was impressed with Harso, he kept going back for more in that contact against men, and that's you know yeah. that's a sign of a, of a talented young player. And um, we thought Kenner might be out for the year with a list Frank injury, but apparently it's only one to two weeks. So, uh, my beloved partner says that she likes Payne Haas because he plays the ball gently. There you go. There you go. But uh, yeah, you, you know, tactical analysis. Richie Kenner had a, his first poor game of the season. Yeah, oats all over. I'll him forgive him. Yep. He was still pretty good coming out of his own end. It's just that was. that was a bit of a boneheaded play, and he got embarrassed by it a couple of he times. Did. And then, yeah, uh, that that yeah, it's a bit frustrating. Um, it is. Oh well, on to the next one. On to the next one. And uh, Cade Nicarima's super sub is back, so it's good good gear for Broncos. Yeah, he fans. played really well. He did. Moving on, mm. uh, we go on to my apologies. <clears throat> Manly Warringah twelve, <laughs> Newcastle eighteen. <laughs> they suck. Um, they Manly. Mate. Congratulations to Newcastle. They brought a few fans with them. Uh, I estimate that they were 20% of the crowd. Yeah, well, yeah they 7, went there instead of... Uh, 5,700, 5, I think. <laughs> Game's dead. It is up there, and that stadium should be burnt to the ground, in my hot <laughs> opinion. <laughs> Agree. Uh, they're woeful. They're really bad. Dead sad. And man, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> mate, Cherry Evans, you got to win your team this game, mate. Mm. You had all the ball, then now the end of the field... You're missing a Haas partner. You are getting... You put your forward pack is killing the other team's forward pack. All the ball... Mate, they paved the highway for it. And him and, and Tommy fuck. and Appy couldn't do shit with it. Uh, Appy got one Dalian point, so... Yeah, of course he did. <laughs> that was last week. Yeah, there you go. Two the week before. That's who got. Um, but yeah, uh, no, Caelan Ponga, fantastic again. He's he's proven to be really good. Uh, Jack Hogger stepped up into that Mitchell... Well, not into that Mitchell Pierce role, but into the void left by Mitchell Pierce. He had his first good first Gave a good account of himself. Yeah, I agree with that because he was pretty poor in the limited times I saw him in the last couple of years. Um, But yeah, there's... Manly, you shouldn't be losing to Newcastle at home. I don't care... If you don't have a heart, I don't care what your injury is. First, their first is. I don't loss. care what's going on off the field. It's not acceptable. Their first and loss there since 2006, I think. Yeah, yeah bloody hell. Knights well, lost there. Yeah. yeah, Manly first loss there Against since Against the Knights. Yeah. yeah. Um, but just, yeah, like this night, the Knights didn't play particularly well. They just hung no. around. They yeah. were on their goal line all day and the Manly didn't throw enough at them. And then the moment came, they didn't take a field goal opportunity. Bizarre. Yeah. They were handed the ball. Nathan Ross made a mistake down his end, 30 mm. metres out, handed the ball. They didn't take a field goal opportunity. And then a minute later, the, Ross our scores. Man, our man, the Ross dog, getting the winning try. Good for him. Yeah, mm. that's it. But, you know, you had in this game, like, Marty Tapao was a man possessed. He Mate, was he's trying... been really good all year. He's been good in basically every single game, but there's just no one to go with him. No. We've been saying that since the study. They have two good forwards. He had 22 runs, 250 metres, broke 15 tackles at prop. 15. 15 tackles oh. at prop. Like, motoring down the field the entire game and had a few offloads, and then they do nothing with it. Dylan Walker's playing like a man who doesn't want to be there anymore. Yeah. And if you read some reports, he, he doesn't be want there. to be there, apparently. Well, I've also heard rumours that Marnie Tapao also doesn't want to be there anymore either. Well, he's not playing good. like a man who doesn't want to be He's no. playing like a man. But he's playing like a man who wants to win rugby league games. Yeah. He's, That's it. He's, he's, so, he's, he's so committed. And, and him and they, that four play, Fanua Blake played well. Jake played well in this game, too. Yeah, and that's their three, two and a half good forwards. They, lay, they laid that platform, and the. Key playmakers did nothing with it. And yep. this is it with Cherry Evans. There's always been a knock on him. But, mate, if he's a $10 million man, he's supposed to be. Play it like doesn't, it, no, Well, it doesn't matter if you fail. It matters that you don't try in that position. Yeah, and that's, he is. that's like, a good point. I want, if I pay you over a million bucks a year and you're my halves, I live. I pay to die by your sword. Live and die by your sword. Yeah. A great man once said, you miss 100% of the shots you don't yeah. take. And when Cherry Evans watches other players or watches bit part players and tries to get them to take over the game, 
Just like he, you know, had problems when he had Dylan Walker in the half, for example, hoping Dylan Walker would do things. Mm-hmm. I mentioned the Titans game a few weeks ago when he, when he deferred things on fifth tackle. And again, this game, he was relying on Lewis Brown at hooker and Appy Coruscant at six, giving them too much ball to make things happen. Yeah. Mate, you, you live and die by you. You run the ball more in this game or you try and play, mate, or you just put some attacking kicks in or something. But that's none what you've had of, of those, for, And mate. as you said, none of those things happened. And there's a reason none why the best career, years of his career have come with Blake Graham alongside him last year and Kieran Foran earlier in his career. Someone else who would take more load Someone who him, he can delegate to. But in the situation you're in now, mate, you're supposed to be the guy. And, be know, the guy. Good on the Knights. They're somehow, they're 5-3 they're and three with a 40 gets to minus 60. So fucking good yeah. on them. Yeah, well, it's it. The games like this, they'll, they'll they'll play tough enough to beat you. If you can't put them away with the ball, you got to take your you got to take your chances. You do. As simple it. as that. Even if it's a drop goal, even yep. if it's you know just getting a repeat set, you've got to take Absolutely. your chances. Aren't, aren't Newcastle in a bizarre spot though? Like Jack Hogger's leaving, but they're in this spot now that like in previous years, the Knights would have gone, oh, let's just work on the guys who are going to be here. But now that spot now they're five and three, Pierce is out, and they just won a game. They're like, well, we've got to build on what works now, yeah. I guess. And you know, is Cogger and Watson works now, or Cogger and Lamb works now, who knows? But Cogger had a pretty good game here, and if you're a Bulldogs fan, you're watching it, you're thinking, oh, we might actually have a halfback next year. Mm. Great, great, great three and a half hours for Newcastle people on Friday night. Yeah, Never catch this, and then, Of course. They got this game, and they got that amazing goal in the A-League. Wow. So good times for Newcastle. Great, great game, too. But and uh, before we move on, shout out to Herman SES. He had a baller game as well. Big fan of so so. Uh on to the second Friday night game. Penrith 22 versus Canterbury Bankstown 14 at Penrith Stadium. Do we have to discuss it? No. Yeah, no, we'll discuss it. This okay, was actually fine. a pretty good game for mm-hmm. considering the, you know, the Bulldogs and the scoreline or whatever. But it's a pretty good game. You know, you had Dylan Edwards, who's now out for the season, unfortunately, having shoulder surgery. Got announced this afternoon. But, you know, had him go down early and Penrith had to move DWZ back there. And they were battling hard. They needed halftime so bad. Dogs were on top, whatever. But halftime hit, and Penrith fought back into the game and came out on top. I thought it was a pretty good, pretty good football game, to be mm. honest. I didn't expect much from it. That uh, Dean Farrow hit by far the hit of the oh season. Oh my god, he amazing! Killed, he, All the decade. That that guy is still Marshall King is still there. It's still the, everything about that was amazing. And Clemmer running over to like start a fight for yep. I don't know what reason, and then getting Simbi. You're not allowed to tackle that hard. Yeah. It's mean. It's 100 be the best post shoulder charge tackle. Right, that best was awesome. And people complaining at work the other day that that wasn't legal. It's mm. like, are you Learn aware of how the rule? Oh well, his arms out, probably arm more shoulder out. or whatever. Yeah, and <laughs> that's the thing. You can still hit people with your shoulder as long as your arms yeah, away exactly from your body. Right. And that's what he did. And Jeremy Marshall King is now being ground into dirt. <laughs> um, he's being crushed up into blood and bone for that pitch. He um, yeah, as you said, I thought uh, Jimmy Maloney played quite well as well. It's good to see him leading, you know, leading a team around that actually wants him there. I wonder what's going to happen in three weeks when Cleary's back. Will yeah, they well, continue? <laughs> like, will they get better or will they stay the same? Yeah, they had they... that problem when they had Moylan and Cleary last year when, yeah. when Moylan came back. But I think it'll go back to Moylan's pretty keen, or well, not keen, I'm saying, pretty happy to accept the secondary role. We've seen that in the past. I think it'll probably go back to what it was. I think he's... But have they been playing better since Cleary got hurt? They have been, but I don't know mm. if it's because Cleary got hurt or because they've figured out like their, how their pack rotates mm. as well. Yeah. Like they've got Merrin at prop, Fisher-Harris at lock, Kikau on the edge. I Did guess we'll yeah, find we'll out. We'll find out. Uh, on the topic of Trent Merrin and David Clemmer, who you were talking about, uh, scrum blow-ups. I'm here for it. <laughs> uh, just like to put that out there. there um, yeah. Fairly, I mean, it, all things told, good game, but relatively re- okay. relatively regulated. I just don't know how the Bulldogs have not changed anything this week, though. I don't know how. The, the, the only thing they've changed, I think they dropped Asapile Finay for um, Clay huge. Priest. Well, huge. But I just don't know. I've been through this before, but I don't know how they haven't tried Josh Cleland out in the, in the halves here, and he's still not named. Give him a go. 
Cup player in the year two years in a row of the year two years in a row for them. Mm. Well, no, so he won there and he won it up at uh, Ipswich. What am I saying? But like you know, handy little creative six. And what are you going to lose? Marshall King is okay, but he's only. I think at this point he's only okay. He's also played majority of his football at hooker all the yeah. way up to here. He's only okay. He's not in. He's not your answer next year. Jack Coggle's going to take that role next year. Let's see if you can get someone who can win your games now. Yep. Which is Marshall King back to the fourteen. You can still play him. You can still come on the game, field and do things. But which is, I think, the point. It, they're in the exact opposite situation to what Newcastle are in, yep. where they have a team that's not working, and oh, and they need to make that change. Oh, but mate, they're they're in, they're in dire straits anyway. They have no cap space for next year, and they're losing a lot of these players as is. So they're in big trouble. Yeah. Uh, moving on, Gold Coast nine, Cronulla Sutherland ten at Rabina Stadium. Oh Lord, Jesus! This game was not fun. Uh, uh, no. No. Uh, Bryce Cartwright, terrible at rugby league. <laughs> <laughs> did, um, did, uh, did Cartwright's performance bring you great joy or great angst? I, I wouldn't say joy. I would say... he's not capable of feeling joy, Dale. Just less no. anger. It's not, like, it's not like when I see Matt Moylan drop a kick off and I laugh. It's like, I just hate watching Bryce Cartwright play rugby league. Mm. It's just terrible. He's slow on the ball. He plays soft. He's 193 centimetres and 177 kilos and he's afraid of contact. He's like, he's, you can't call him implosive, but he's the reverse of being explosive when he gets the ball in his hands. I, I he drifts d- sideways. The interest, yeah. That is an interesting mental image, an implosive person. Yeah. He's an implosive rugby league player. That's and then, good. I like that. That's and good he, he, he values style over substance. And has neither. To a massive negative detriment to the team. Like yeah. Right at the end of this game, right at the end, they put a bomb up. It comes back to the Titans. Cartwright gets it. They score if he just hands the ball left. If you just pass it to the man on his left, they're five minutes out, they score. Instead, mm. he tries a flick pass back inside blind and throws it at Ryan James's head and the, t- and the Sharks get the ball. Bold. Brilliant. Like, that's his just, that's just two years and he played in the halves in this game, took ball from Ash Taylor, Mitch Rain kept giving it to him and it was goddamn terrible. Like, it was it, disgusting. And then the, the Sharks just did enough. They didn't seem very happy with themselves when they won the game. And, and Taylor's... Play, but they just did enough. Taylor's game was okay. Like, he did well with he what no he ball. was given, but he got no ball. Exactly right. Like, the point that you make about Carwright is, for me... He he constantly looks like a prop who somehow finds himself at first receiver. Yes, he and, does. And or in a broken broken down play, gets the ball and is expected to try and do something but, with it in in ad lib footy. But then he runs. But like then he runs like at an angle. Well, he runs like he's uh, 170 centimeters and 70 kilos playing his first game of first grade at 18 years old. He looks he's like, scared of everybody. He looks like he's he runs like he's built like a thin Cody Nikarima. He doesn't pump his legs ever. <laughs> doesn't run hard into the line or into contact, and does the same thing in defense. He moves like he's running through treacle. Let's be honest. And I don't know what the excuse. Is for you know it could be confidence, could be anything, but how you've dropped Kane Elgie to play this guy in the halves instead, and then admitted he's not a half. I don't know what that coaching decision is there, but I'm not about it. And like Kane Elgie hasn't we've we've talked about it. He's been really hot and cold, but at least I'd like somebody who can run to the line and throw a pass. Well, he can't defend, but neither can Cartwright. Like, and I I don't know what's happened because like Brendan when he first got there, it's like he's bipolar. He first got there and he backed all these Penrith boys in, and they they were going terribly. So he made some changes. They won some good games. You know, they went back to what we all thought would work. But mm. then now, no, the Penrith boys are back in and they're losing. And it is, it, I, think, I think the thing is, the point that you're making is like they, they got these players, uh, sorry, they brought these players in the, after, they'd, after they'd lost a few games. The Saints game was a specific one for me. They, they had no confidence. They brought these players in, gave themselves confidence with a few good wins. The one against Manly is the one that comes to mind for me. And then they're like, all right, guys, you've seen how to do it. Now you guys go out there and be, <laughs> be good and confident. Card. But it's like, come on, guys. Like, that's yeah, just not how footy works. And even straight up admitting that Cartwright... Like, so, Brendan said he's only got two halves in his top 30, and that's Ash and Kane. Admitting Cartwright's not a six. It's not a great look for... If you're trying to instill Bryce with confidence, that's also not a great look for me. 
and then that's and it. the question is then why why do you play him? I don't know. Like if you know that he's and not there, also don't you do have it. Alex Brinson's a six. He's a half, and he's supposed to be good, and you're not playing him. So and don't I mean, tell me you got no halves. At a pinch, you could possibly play Mitch Ryan. Well, that, well, they've got Nathan Peets out now, but God, don't put Mitch Ryan. You you see Mitch Ryan play at the Dragons. Don't I mean, give look, him. I'm but, trying to yeah. in, but bring that implosive uh, implosive uh, play style to the rest yeah. of the team. For the Sharks, for feeders really stepping up in yeah. the absence of the rest of the pack, which is good for Sharks fans to see. But uh, I think uh, Jesse Ramian is going to be a great get for uh, for the Knights next year. Big Sharks fans will be great. Big fan of uh, his error and then effort to chase back for the for the try saver, which I yeah, thought was quite fantastic. good. He's, yeah, he's, he's, been, he's, he's fantastic. He's been great in every game I've seen him play so far. And then Josh Dugan with a try, a, a rare try, he's with a great over the top pass and a good try saver too. And it topped it off with an injury though. That's I was yeah. about to say, <laughs> what if I told you he also got injured? Yeah, that there was the bludger of a game. I think it's enough. That was a that. that was a funny injury. We'll come on to that later. But that was a funny little injury. Um, he's out for a few. Weeks North Queensland eight Canberra eighteen oh. at Townsville Stadium. I don't want to talk about this game. Neither do I. Um, Sliver Havili good at rugby league. Mate. Moving on. Well, Ricky's figured out how to use him finally. He actually gives him minutes, and, and it's paying off. <laughs> Are you telling me that a, a hooker should be played at hooker? Yeah. Well, it's just like you know, this game was won through. What would I say? I don't even know what it is. Like the the Cowboys had a more, more field position. The Raiders can shut down the boring Cowboys attacking plays now. And then when they got down the other end, all their tries were like barge overs. Yeah. Papali barged over. Uh, Aiden Caesar took on the line and Caesar scored a nice a running hole. try, yeah. but still knocked someone out of the way. And yep. then Havili uh, was uh, quick play the ball five metres out and scored. And that was it. Like Just all around the ruck kind of stuff. Nothing flash. But the Cowboys couldn't put any points on. But that's but that's the thing, and we've talked about this Cowboys before. Cowboys all year. We, we talked about how the, the Raiders pack has, is massive, mm-hmm. right? But look terribly unfit. So yeah. my theory is that if they can defend on their line... And they can run forward for five meters <laughs> inside the red zone. They'll win every game. They will. <laughs> but um, I thought Papali had a pretty decent game at lock too. Now he looks like he's becoming a middle for them. Yep. You know, not not huge numbers or anything. I thought he was pretty solid. And actually, made a few effort plays in defense and shut a few holes down, which you wouldn't expect from from Paps. So that was a nice end to see. But the Cowboys like. Tamalola got caught in defense a few times, which you're not used to seeing. Even though he's always been a big body, and then the attack is just disgusting. Like. When Thurston's not going and he, he still can't relinquish control of the ball, but he starts feeding guys like Ben Hampton early ball sometimes, and it's like, what do you what do you expect him, man? That's he's not a strike center. Yeah. And then when he's going left, like okay, you love Gavin Cooper and you scored a try. What? But let's not give the Gavin Cooper the ball fifteen times. <laughs> no, but that's, it worked in the first part of the first half, and that's how did. we scored. We should try it Predictable every as, time. Like yeah. that's it. And then Jake Granville's not giving him much. Coots not really done much since he come back. It's just. Going all wrong for them, they're not really changing anything too. I mean, you're two and six. At some point, you think you'd change something, but mm. no, not happening. Not happening this week. They remind me of uh, the Titans, but with rings. <laughs> and the uh, I think playing Cohen Hess eighty minutes every week is is not a great decision either for mine. His defense is not there, and it limits his impact of the attack too. Working that hard the whole time, and you got Ethan Lowe who's a quality footballer only playing mm. thirty minutes a game now. Hess Hess looks like a man who needs a week off. He just yeah, looks he like does. a guy who needs to go on holiday. And Matt Scott's pretty cooked, and he's going to play Origin this year. Jesus I don't Christ. know if it'll be Nate Light and Miles levels are cooked in Origin, but um, it's hey, not great. He won a series. Should, he shouldn't. He, Scott should not be there this year. He will be though. Mm. Alrighty, on to the last game: Parramatta twenty-four, West Tigers twenty-two at the Olympic Stadium on Sunday afternoon. This is a cracker. This was a good game, but like also a terrible game. Like so many errors in this game. So much drop ball. Neither of the teams wanted to win it. And then right at the end for about 10 minutes, Parramatta were like, hang on, we could actually win this game. I thought this was a good game for the neutral. If you're yes, a Tigers yes. fan, you're beating your head against the wall because yep. it kind of felt a bit like the same old. Yeah. 
that they um they had a lot of ball and they made a lot of mistakes, basic errors themselves, and shot themselves in the foot a lot, and gave a few fourth or fifth penalty ta- penalty sorry pe- tackle penalties around and down the other end for Parramatta to get them out of their end. The Tigers should have won this football mm-hmm. game. But Parramatta took their chances. Probably got a bit lucky on a couple of questionable passes leading sure. up to tries. But <laughs> but they, they did it. And like that, the try they conceded with Manu Mai offloading off a tap kick was just like <laughs> terrible from Tigers end. But yeah, yeah, Parra got over the line. And, you know, not, not a great team on paper at the moment with the, with the forward injuries they have. But they're all, as they have were when they were losing to, they're putting it 110%. Yep. These guys are. And now they're right, playing straighter through the halves and they're scoring points and things, things are happening. Uh, can we talk about Mahi Fanua's hair? Do we have I'm to? I'm about it. You are. Keep it there. Why not? It's great. <laughs> it's it's concerning. But at least it humanises him to his fans out in the west of Sydney. Sure. Why not? Uh, yeah, Mario was great in this game for me. Yeah, they, um, made, they made the right call playing him. Yeah. yeah. Ran hard. Yeah. Hit holes. Won them the game basically. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I thought you were saying Mahe was so no. Manu Mahe was exceptional. Oh, I was saying Mahe yeah. Fu, playing Mahe Fanu, I thought was the right call from the Tigers as well. Yeah, yeah, a couple of couple of mini brain explosions, but some good things as well. Yeah, so, you, well, you, you take the good with the bad yep. with some of those bigger wingers, and the one of the tries they scored, that Benji tried they scored from a Mahe offload, which is one of those occasions, and you've seen it before, big wingers like Semi or Mansour. Well, they had like four or five offloads or so Oates, right? You just it's good you, when you've got. Outside backs who can get the ball yeah. alive and not just, you know, or on that away. occasion you're like nothing's on or turning back inside and then he just storm same like one guy and they scored you know mm-hmm. and it's happened you've seen it happen with Mansour and Oates like Oates just last week you know these big athletic wingers sometimes given the ball and th- things will happen when they yeah. come in field mm-hmm. and Great. so that was you know in Malakai Tennis Lesniak wasn't really giving you that much you no. know whereas, I thought Corey Thompson was good again but he was I, another one looks like he's if he was a little fast you think he'd probably he'd probably break away on one of those kick returns eh? he needs to make a couple of decent kick returns but. I also think whilst he was, he's solid, I think they're lacking an attack, not having a, a playmaking, a more fullback. rounded fullback yeah. in that role. Yeah, he's a good fair. support fullback, and the try he scored was good support play. But there's po- other reasons why Tui isn't playing. But you can see to me they're lacking a bit of that playmaking ability. I think that's there. fair. Yeah. But um, yeah, I thought uh, Luke Brooks's form is also exceptional. Still, it's playing great, taking the line on all day, and was really putting in in this performance for the Tigers, and couldn't get him over the line, but. Right to the end, he, he was slogging his guts out. And I think um, Tigers fans would be pretty happy with the play they've been left with out, out of, out of who, who, who departed. Well, that was going to be my next point. What did you think of Mitch Moses' last 10 minutes of effort? Mate, he, he will always put in when he plays the Tigers. Yeah, he's a tryer. God loves a tryer. But that's mm. it. He's, he'll play when he plays the Tigers. That's and it. God loves guys named Moses. Well, yes. He does. There you go. Although, I mean, he would be smiling on the eels considering that the Tigers let one go. True. Tim mm. Manor off the bench, by the way. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. man, the last couple of weeks. He's yeah, been playing really well. He has been. What his, def- his defensive read on a specific play was uh, illiterate. But fifteen but runs for 150, 45 meters for him off the bench. Great. He's a very fair effort for a, you know known pillow. I was going to say this <laughs> 40, is a guy that was just disregarded as a plotter for yeah, basically most of his career, but he's been off the bench the last couple of games and he's really good. making an impact. If that if that's what he's going to be, and he's still going to you know give the speech of the league's club, so to speak, then. Mm. That's fantastic. Yep. And now the Parra, what, the 12 points for and against off the bottom of the ladder. So if Brisbane beat the Bulldogs by 31 or something tomorrow, by, oh, sorry, on Thursday. By um, 22? There you go. Bulldogs are last. will be off the, off the bottom. But I yeah, think. the Eels start to look like it might be a little bit frisky from here on in, which is great because the Broncos are going to play him in a couple of weeks. Boom, cop that. <laughs> Corey Norman's going to expose you. They're a bit of a bo- uh, bogey side for us, mm. the, old, the old Eels. That, yeah. Do we want to pick next week's games? We'll, right, go, oh, this point. we'll go straight change it up again. Why not? Let's right. we'll change it up. Well, I'm picking Broncos for Thursday night. Spoilers. Alrighty, Thursday night, Brisbane versus Canterbury Banks down at Lang Park. Give me Brisbane. Yep. Anthony Milford get healthy game. <laughs> 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 
The, what's the opposite? Now, what I don't know about getting healthy. I got five points for you. What's the, op- <laughs> <laughs> what's the opposite of a flu game? Yeah. Uh, Friday night at Hunter Stadium, Newcastle versus South Sydney. Uh, give definitely me, the biggest game of the weekend at that stadium. Give me Newcastle. Will uh, Dangagai turn up for a game this year? Oh, mate. If, he, if he can't turn up here, he's not going to turn up. Yeah. We haven't talked about him. but oh, well, I mentioned that earlier, actually. I, I don't think I can find a player who has a worse career strike rate at centre who's played 100 games than him. Brian Morgan has a better strike rate of scoring tries. Ben Pomeroy, too. Yeah, wow. he scored 30, I think, I can't remember the number now, 33 tries in 142 games at centre. I know try scoring isn't everything, Just right? sign Dylan wow. Walker and put Gaga in the yeah. wings. It's not brain surgery. Yeah. Anyway, South, fuck you, Harry. Yeah, South as well. Harry's me. not even here or in the country to defend himself. It's all right, he'll hear this in Dubai and he'll get mildly annoyed that I swore at him. <laughs> as he's tra- dragged away because the morality police heard him out of his loud headphones. Uh, give me, yeah, as I said, give me Newcastle. Uh, Penrith versus... I tipped you a lot. Oh, good, good man. Give me Penrith versus North Queensland in Bathurst Mate, at Carrington Park. One. I'm tipping the Panthers. Cowboys can't handle their physicality. I'll take the Panthers as well. Uh, yeah, sure. Interesting call for a Friday night game, by the way. In mm. Bathurst. Mm, Bathurst. Home of cars? I don't know. Uh, Saturday afternoon, 3 o'clock at Canberra Stadium. Canberra versus the Gold Coast. This is the case. I would have picked the home team Jeez. no matter whether yeah, they were. Yeah, I think so that's fair. Raiders. Canberra. Yep. Uh... Mount Smart Stadium, 5.30 on Saturday afternoon. Warriors versus Wests. Wow. Jeez, I don't know. The, the Wests were all right when they played the Storm over there, but the Warriors have got Toe Harris, Solomon Carter, and Sean Johnson back this week. They lost Jazz to Vunga, but oh, well, they, might lose, they might lose Isaac Luke, so that could change my tip of Carl Lawton's playing nine. But I, I'm going with the Warriors, and unexpectedly. I'm going to go with Wests because they have lost less games in New Zealand than the Warriors have Fewer this season. Games. Fewer I will games. also pick Wests. Uh, big, you know, Warriors are playing well, though, so apart from yeah. last week. Uh, Cronulla Sutherland versus Parramatta at Shark Park. Th- uh, sorry, 7.35 on Saturday evening. I'm going Para. I'm going Para as well. Oh, if, I'm a little less confident at Shark Park and the Sharks just find ways to win down there, but yeah. I'm going Para. It's a Bermuda Triangle, man. Someone's going to win this game 10-8. And I'm going to tip the Sharks. The para lineup again is terrible, but it hasn't mattered in the last two weeks. Tony uh, Williams is now bet, out. Bet the under yeah. for the season, but yeah. What's the line at? I don't know. 15? It's going to be shit. <laughs> uh, alrighty, Sunday afternoon at Cogra. So, George Laura versus Melbourne. I'm going to take oh, the on. Dragons. <laughs> How's about this game being put on 2 p.m. Sunday? I'll be regretting that one, the broadcasters. Eh? I just said Dragons because I'm like, oh, Dragons at home. Now, then you said the second team. Ooh. What's a what, big test for. Huge the, test. They've just had you kind of had the top four battle last few weeks. You've had Storm play Warriors, the Dragons play Warriors, and now they play these guys play it's each other. Barn burner. I'm gonna take the Dragons. It should be. Um, it's a big test. Dragons to step up at home. They lost in New Zealand to the Warriors, but you can could excuse losing over over there. I'm going to yep. take the Storm though. I think. Uh, I think they're really hitting their straps, and there's some. You know, maybe they can expose some chinks in the Dragons' armor if they have any. Mm. It's going to be. As as uh, Matt said, it is going to be a barnstormer. It's going to be good fun. Uh, and final game of the weekend, Eastern Suburbs versus Manly mm. Warringah at Moore Park. Who cares? Uh, I agree with who cares. I'm going to go with Easts. God, imagine if the, the Bruce didn't turn up here. The Bruce is very do this funny, but I can't the Men look it. like a broken side. Although, all M- Marty Tapau running through that middle. I don't know. Maybe that could lay a platform so... So wide, nah, even, even, they, could, even they could go down. Fuck, it. I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to see their forwards getting on the front foot more than they did last week against Newcastle. And, and Manly and struggles. They haven't had Moses Suley's contract approved yet. He's been named in the centres. I did They've named see that. Dylan Walker at six. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see Walker play centres and Tom Wright play six or something similar. But they haven't had Suley approved where's, yet. Where's Jackson Hastings? And in the, in the twenty-one, he's but he, in there, 21. Is, yeah. there is no chance he plays on this team ever again. 
He just no he's, this, this is the equivalent of picking academy no, players. He has to be in the twenty-one because they haven't got any other players. They've to got name. no one else to name, and You're he's right. in the thirty. He there is zero percent chance he plays this game of rugby league. Wow, who is the guy you said the second name after Dylan Walker? Tom, Tom Wright. Wright. Exactly who's, right. Who's that? Plays, exactly. plays in the halves. For uh, yeah, he's like a union player. They signed as a project like two yeah. or three years ago. They they grabbed him from the Ringer Rats last week just so they didn't and play then, Jackson Hastings. Um, he's yeah. actually going to go out there in a Ringer jersey. I won't be surprised if Todd Carney's a confirmed a manly player by week's end. Ooh. A good little yeah, in, but that'll be probably for not this week. Obviously, probably for the next couple of weeks. Alrighty. Oh, Ben Hunter sunken with disappointment. When the pimps in the crib, ma, drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. The off-field drop it like a ton are piling up this year. This is... They are, the, I mean, I remember these were a relatively rare occurrence. They might have been they once are, upon a time. They're usually yeah. reserved for me and <laughs> yeah, and uh, Dave Smith. But now, we've had Peter Beattie a couple of weeks ago. Now, Ruan Sims. Come is on this, down. This could be more just a Dalians in general and Ruan Sims, but Ruan Sims. But man, come on. Yeah. Okay. So if you don't know what happened, people should know what happened. People know what if happened. If you don't know what happened, she did the three-two-one Dalian for Sharks Eels last week, and someone uh, on Twitter uh, noticed. Parramatta who versus was it? Manly. Parramatta Manly, Manly, whatever. Sorry, um, and someone on Twitter noticed that that game took place at the exact same time that she was playing. And in our rule state, you have to watch a game live to give Dalian points. How's about crackpots on Twitter proving things right? Get on, get on the Twitter crackpots. It's a big win for them. <laughs> huge win for the Twitter crackpots. Abe, Abe Simpsons at their typewriters. But, uh, yeah, that's it, it reminds me of like golf tournaments when someone calls up to report a yeah. infraction. Which is one yeah. of my favourite things in that's sport. That's three penalty it's strokes. Some fucking nerd on, watching the golf channel at 11pm on a Friday can get someone in trouble. He's not yeah. allowed to play that shot left-handed in the rough. It's great. I but, love it. But, but yeah, this is this Have voters submitted at four? 16 as well so that's the worst part of this to me is and, that she lied and her time, her game finished earlier than the later game but the thing is there is no there is no world in which it's possible to watch the replay of what the game by does Ruan Sims yeah. have a time turner like Hermione did in Harry Potter maybe well unless maybe. unless she does then she's lying uh, to because me I feel, that makes it that makes it worse although I guess you have to lie in that situation right you can't just be like I didn't watch the game yeah, you, you can't. Mm. But, and and it was evident when the, the votes came through that well yeah someone a, a, people a second, point a second crackpot well, picked up that the first Moses had the most points. Uh, I think she gave two to Manor, who had the most meters, and one to Coruscant, who had the most tackles. So if you were going to yeah. give three to ones to a game you didn't watch, that's probably how you'd Look, do that's it. That's how I would have done it. But yeah. also, you don't give it to the guy with the most tackles in a game lost by 40, 40, so he's conceded 44 points, and he missed 11 of those tackles. Yeah, well. That's exactly where it went, though. That, when that, well, I remember people thinking the votes were sus when they came out. Some people were like, what the, how did Coruscant yeah, get you points? did. You were like... What's oh, this? Dalian voting triggers me. I try to it ignore triggers it, me it triggers more than me. I think anything else in the sport. Well, this but... this gets me. It's not just her. The whole process is irresponsible and disrespectful to rugby league. I don't. I don't. I probably shouldn't be saying this, but it just is. I agree. Like it's this is supposed to matter. It's yep. supposed to be an award for performance of the best player in the league. Every it's supposed to matter. The points are supposed to matter. Each game is supposed to matter. And this is probably a reflection that people probably don't watch all the games that do these judges more than. Ruan Sims is the only one to do it. Yeah, yeah, she's certainly not alone on this. Because We've seen that before, but someone put her on the game. People figured it out. Then that's it. She, the votes came in. You know, like to me, as you say, I mean, the question is why? Why was she put on this game to begin with? I surely, think her game was late. Her game I, was. I think it was a late schedule reshuffle. Like or it was delayed, but surely, 
Call the NRL's it. organising the games that she plays in, right? Well, not not the nah. Because no. New South Wales rugby league. league, so surely but, no, you, should, you just make a change. Someone make a change. Just, just some say change. I'm playing. People are watching this game. game. You've got a commentary team at the game. People just are get, watching these games. Yeah, whoever get Blocker or whoever was the and, color commentator on that game to just do it. And like, you know oh, the Dally M's already. We already know our issues with them. Like you know, a game between well, this weekend's Cowboys game is not worth the same amount as the Dragon Storm game, but it is. But it is. Yeah. Yep. They just not they shouldn't be valued the same, but they are in the current system. Yeah. And then, which is the biggest flaw. My other big gripe is just how it, it's all former players now, and it's just, we've been through this before again. It's a weird mentality in Australia that you have to play to be knowledgeable, apparently. Yeah, but it's like you don't have to direct a movie to like a movie to know things about movies. Yeah. You, don't you have, have to, to be, be a chef, chef to, to know eat. That food to know is. Food's good. Like I've watched more rugby league than probably ninety percent of Australia over the last five years. Yeah. Right. And I'm not saying I should be doing this voting, but it's like I put that time and effort in. People who do that kind of stuff should be have uh, to me. More knowledge of the game yeah, currently. It's like yeah. how M- currently. MVPs in basically every sport in America are decided by journalists. It's a yeah. combination of uh, yeah. media, coaches, and players. Yeah. Which and I mean, like, how, be. how many first grade games has Andrew Voss played? How many games has Rabs yeah. played? And they're exactly. like the two biggest, exactly be- best right. known commentators. It's bizarre. Of the game. And Warren Smith, again, another fantastic commentator, yeah. hasn't played the game. Never played. And we're getting this. I hate that mentality. But on the back of this, something I thought about doing preseason, and I didn't want to do it. I decided it was probably too much work for not much result. No, but, I'm, I'm glad we're doing it. But this fired me up enough that I want to, I want to get it done. So it's a good, annou- good time for an announcement. It's a good. Well, it's good timing because it fits my uh, my what I want to do anyway. Every eight weeks. So from this week on, we're doing a NRL Boom Rookies MVP vote. And that player so, will come on the podcast to accept <laughs> the award. So how we're doing it? So there's the three of us are getting votes. And also, we're going to get, I want 12 fans, 15 voters in general. So, hit us up in the DMs if you want to do the votes. I'll explain how it's going to work. But we're voting three times a year. So, all eight rounds in brackets. Just how teams review their season in eight-round brackets. Yep. yep. And the system is simple. For the MVP, overall, you get 10 votes, you know, 10, 9, 8, whatever down. For just across competition. That's your MVP vote. Is there a limit to how many members of the same family I can put in my top 10? Well, no. that, would be, <laughs> that would be false. So. No. And then 10, 9, 8, all the way down to 1 for the MVP. And then we're going to go through simple to positions. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 for positions. And I'm going to have to play four games. That, so five games of those eight to get okay. eligible for those. Um, and then okay. I'm going to do rookie, 3, 2, 1. Coach, 3, 2, 1. Most improved, 3, 2, 1. And comeback player, 3, 2, 1. Uh, position's going to be like middle forward and half, and or is it each individual position? I'll probably stick with prop, lock, second row, half back, 5'8", like mm, traditional okay. that way. Yeah. But I don't give a shit if you've had left or right, center or left and right wing. Okay, it's a team of the year. You know, cool. If you're making a team of the year, you can play on both sides of the field. Sure. Okay. Hmm. And, and, for, you know, and I'm, I'll, well, I'll put it out, spreadsheet out. People love their spreadsheets, apparently. Yeah. But um, 12 fans will get picked. So hit us up in the Boom Rookies account DMs. Once a picture, we'll send out the, sp- the spreadsheet. I but, like it. But just to give people examples, how big doing my 10, I'm not going to do everything, but I don't want people copying our votes. I want your own opinions. Yeah. You know? For me, at the moment, I'm giving 10 to Gareth Widdop. I'm giving nine to Jack DeBellin. I'm giving eight to Toho Harris. That's how I'm doing my top three. Mm-hmm. Yep. And working back from there. You know, if I was going to do centers, I'd be giving five to SI Masters, four to Will Chambers. I like yeah. it. And p- picking players, as you, you know? said, on performances instead of on names is... Is what this is all about. Supposed to be, well, I want to set you. I'm not saying this is a better system than Dalian's, but I'm trying something, right? Yeah. We're, we're trying something here, right? It's we'll, this, we'll see what happens if we value brackets of games, not individual games. And just to be clear to everyone listening, your vote now, yeah. right? And then this is how I'm understanding it. Correct after round wrong. 16. Yeah, but what I'm saying is after, like, 
when we do it again in round 16, we are only factoring in performances between nine rounds 9 and 16. Nine, nine, right. 16. Okay, fine. Like, so, yeah. for example, the reason why I'm doing it that way... Yeah, no, 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 I get that. It's just, it's not, it's not, we look at round 8 over the whole year, then we look at round 16 over yeah. the whole year. No, we broke it into blocks. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Just to okay. explain people, just, the reason why I'm doing that way is not half seasonally or full season. Is saying, saying right now, Parramatta went and won the next five games. You could hit the half year and think, geez, Miss Moaches is playing well. Yeah, give it him exactly six. That happens every year. There's but actually, some no. Some guy on a team that runs hot in the last six he games. deserves no points for the first eight rounds. It's that yeah. simple. He doesn't have any points. And, you know, and that's it. So then comeback part of the year, you know, we'll explain differences between most improved and comeback. Comeback is someone who has been good before, okay? So you're thinking if GI was killing it right now, here's yeah. your vote. Corey Thompson can't be comeback player of the year. No, he can't be. But your most improved can but be. I know Lisa Tom Burgess can be comeback player of the year. George Burgess can be. Yes. Yeah. Tom Burgess was. No. Uh, but, you know, yeah, for me, comeback player of the year, if I'm voting now again, it's going to Benji. That's yeah, my point. I think going. that's probably yeah, and then fair. Most improved, again, is someone who has been good or bad and has taken to another step above near this year. And I know he's been good the last couple of years, but mine would be Lisa Armour right now. I'd be yep. voting for most improved. That's the kind of wavelengths we're looking at. Are we going to have a Boom Rookies, Boom Rookie Award? Well, rookie, we have, we have of the year, three, two, one for rookie of the year, and I think I no, but a boom rookie is like a twenty-eight-year-old rookie, yeah, who has not actually a rookie. <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> we might do that, but yeah, we're just going to see how it turns out, and we'll yeah. see if we come with a better vote at the end. We'll, you know, because <laughs> Callum Pong's going to win the Dalian, and if you think he's the best player in the comp, you got rocks in your head. Jared Hayden won <laughs> many Dalians. He did, but there was years Dal- he, he might have been the best player. Where, that but year. no, but there was that year where he, I think Parramatta won eight or nine games, but Hayden would get three points every time they won. Yeah, so oh, yeah. He, he had to play like eight good games, and it was like, oh well, this guy's the best player in the well, league. We've already no. been over twenty fourteen many a time over here, and Burgess <laughs> not winning there was the ba- biggest failure that never ends. But uh, you'll see this year again, Pong will get two or three every time they win. He'll get two or one every time they lose. Yeah, especially yeah. now with Pierce out. Pierce out. That's it. He's going to win the Dally M. That, that's it's just that's it. if he doesn't, it might be Luke Brooks for similar reasons. Even though he's not the biggest standout player at the time. Well, this is the, this is the exact problem we, we've talked about this before. This is the exact problem with doing game by game. It penalizes good teams that have multiple good yeah. players. So that's why Cam Smith is taking points from Billy Slater every week. No one's taking points away from Luke Brooks or Caelan Ponga. Well, that's the problem. If you think either of those players are better than either Billy Slater or Cameron Smith, you are simply say, incorrect. Ponga's not the best fullback in the comp, but he's going to win the battle of the LEM. Yep. And, you know, and if you look at my my ten to it's one, it's actually shocking that Smith and Cronk both managed to win one. Given yeah. that they were both constantly yeah. point cucking each other, I'm not sure. Point cucking. I'm not <laughs> sure Pong is getting one of my ten votes. For example, mm. Look, he might scrape he might. into the. But I'm saying, like, I've got, it, I'm giving good teams, good players, guys yeah. playing one good team. I'm probably going to have Damien Cook, my boy. Probably eight of the players are going to be Dragon Storm Warriors. and Warriors for my vote. Yeah. You know, that's probably what's going to be. And Billy was probably one of the votes, and maybe I'll have a bit Kalen in. But I'm not trying to reveal it all. No, that's fine. Yeah, but yeah, hit us in the DMs, and we'll. If you're lucky enough, we'll pick you. <laughs> if you're lucky enough, if we can get to 12. If we can get to 12, yeah. Alrighty, uh, moving on to the best p- drop of the show. My best favorite. drop of the show. Pretty much the only drop we play now. Simi Renrandra trying the chip and chase. Oh, no, it's Simi Redradra. Redradra's away. Simi Redradra. Oh, this will be interesting. Oh, yes, it will, yes. Simi Renrandra. Surprisingly large week of news. Mm. It's mm. mostly injuries. It's mostly injuries, yeah. Um, it, it has been a really weird year for injuries, in my humble opinion. I mean, we as we touched on Croker's injury. Bring back the syndesmosis year, when it was the year of syndesmosis. Every bloody week, syndesmosis last year. Was it 2016 or 17? I can't remember. There were a lot last year. Okay. Three, three ACLs in the same area of the pitch at Brookvale is... Well, that's interesting. There's a story today that they're going to investigate the turf. 
So well, that's, that's, kind, not the only, that's, that's, that's the, kind of fixed then, it's, it's not the only... Well, there's probably something to that, though. I mean, the turf is shithouse, like the oh, rest of that stadium. Yeah. But, well, I remember I remember many moons ago when... Um, when I think it, it was at Suncorp, and was it was it Hodges that did his knee at Suncorp, and there was a big investigation yeah. about yeah. it, and they changed the turf and yada. It happened at Docklands as well. I think it's just a base. happening just to many players. Oh yeah, <laughs> so do I. But um, my point is more that it's good. Mitch is in the pocket of big soil. <laughs> oh, yeah. Stay woke, boys. <laughs> Osmocote. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how about it, fellas? <laughs> um, Pretty good for a man who doesn't have a backyard. Yeah. <laughs> I've got weeds though. Uh, <laughs> I bet you do. We touched on it briefully, but. Jackson, the Jackson Hastings saga has basically been the main story of the new cycling rugby league for the last fortnight. So I think we do need to talk about it a little bit. This hasn't won since. This has gone to like George Lucas saga proportions. It's a long saga. Like we're into the sixth movie at this point. I feel we all know what I think of Cherry Evans, and there's mm-hmm. I think this is an equal part of this as Jackson Hastings is, and the fact other club players at the club stood up for Hastings after being being come out that you're not going to play the rest of the year. Yeah, tells you that. So we already knew about the the. Uh, indiscretion that happened after the Gladstone game, which was, yeah. I think, discussed on here. Um, but yeah, the fact that Manly could potentially now need him to play yeah. has... Th- I, I know he's not going to. He's their best option at six this week. He's he not gonna, he was he's their best option at six already. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Cogger's not a fantastic player. Sorry, not Cogger, Kroger. Kroger, yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is really starting to boil up and it's... It's really making the club look terrible. Well, they haven't won since, and it doesn't look like any coincidence. But they're finding, I think, well, they find Cherry Evans finding six other players now. Like they just mishandled it originally, just thinking they'd punish Hastings and it'd go away. But like, what what do you think? What do you think doing that? Like finding him, I I'm fairly sure that Cherry Evans was only fined ten grand. Yeah. He's on a million dollars a year, man. Yeah, like that's chump change. Yeah, look, I don't know. It's not a first time Cherry Evans has had problems off the field with other teammates, so. No, but I mean, there's not a lot that we can really say about it. But it is. Well, we don't. I don't know enough about it. Exactly, you know? and I think that was the point I was getting but, to. But like, it's just it's a really ugly issue, yeah. and it's dominating the rugby league. And, media and at it's the a moment. it's a real test for a coach if you're Trent Barrett as well as how you handle situations and how you handle being a disciplinarian who's not really been seen like it in the past or doesn't seem like it now. And the clubs also put him at the front of a lot of it as well. Yeah. So he's been under pressure at the moment, but. Yeah, I don't you know they look like a wooden spoon side currently with how they're playing and how they're putting in for each other, which isn't that much. My my other thing with this is that Barrett seems to have been put at the front of this because they've had in the past they've had somebody there who coaches who thrived yeah, being front and center. exactly, yeah. and also they had people in the back room who were more than well more than happy to sit and say enough to keep the pressure off the coach. Well, it you know they had the cap saga, they got no Bob Fulton. Exactly, there's a bit of pressure there. Uh, my suggestion, play Trent Barrett. <laughs> Imagine. Imagine. Bring uh, back Captain Coaches. Bring back Captain How Coaches. Um, we've already discussed the Dalium. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Zach Hardick are banned for 14 months for drugs Weirdly offenses. specific amount of time. It is. Well, that was coming for a while. We knew that before. He got caught before the grand final last year. So. Yeah. What does this mean for Castleford, Mitch? Well, they're, they're pretty cooked just, already. Just <laughs> I don't care. Uh, do we want to go through the injuries this week? We did yep. discuss the Josh Dugan thing. As I said, a very uh, 
nondescript looking injury. His foot just got caught under the tackle, and I didn't think really much of it when I watched it. But 46 weeks out with a broken foot. Yeah. Tony Williams out with an ACL injury for the season. Yep. Josh Maguire, what's the go there? Didn't they say uh, he was going to be out for six like, weeks and he's playing mate, next week? No, Andrew McCulloch's playing this week after yeah. 13 days after a six week injury. Mate, Maguire will not miss six weeks. I'm telling you now, nothing heals like Origin. He'll be back by round 13. Okay. Yeah. There's no way he's missing six weeks. Uh, he's alleged to be missing six weeks. Yep. We'll just put that in. Lachlan Croker, another ACL. His third. Yep. Uh, yeah, look, I don't rate him much as a player, but as I said, they're both. Still sorry for a guy. Important. Well, it is. Like, you know, you've, been, yeah. you've been given, obviously, given the opportunity to play a full season and, and to show what you're worth, and yep. this has happened to him again. Uh, Dylan Edwards with it. Dylan, Dylan Edwards is now. What's the story with this? Now. He's gone. So the the original yeah. original diagnosis was they were going to give it six weeks to see if he could heal enough and he could hold enough and he could play the rest of the year, kind of like how Milford played last year. Yep. yep. But it's got more damage than they expected, so they are repairing it, and that's his season done. So what's he actually done to his shoulder? I don't know. I think it's something to do with the the like a tear of a, of something. I don't know, mate. In our old physio, let us know. You can uh, look, he's already tweeted about it. Yeah, he's already tweeted about it. Yeah. Uh, Richie Kenner with a foot injury. Yeah, originally it was supposed to be like 10 to 12 weeks or something, but apparently it's only one to two, so happy days. Yeah. My my uh, inside mail there is they're actually going to cut his foot off and just put someone oh, else's foot okay. on. okay. Well, there you go. Uh, would no, it be a lucky rabbit's foot? That would hey? be... Hey? Hey? Because so, he plays for South. That would not be... a very lucky rabbit. Yeah. Uh, and uh, <laughs> yeah... It's, it's, it's just a... <laughs> I know. And Todd Carney has quit North, Queen, uh, North Queensland, so... Well... Nanley, here comes family reasons moving to Sydney. The Stain Hotel. Family reasons. See a big uptick in Mate, business. none of his family live in Sydney. Maybe that's the family reason. To be though. fair, he's I've not been on the Todd Carney into first grade thing all season, but he's probably better than Lock and Croker is right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Lock and Croker's knee doesn't work. Exactly right. <laughs> and, then, and then they're not going to play Hastings and then Dylan Walker can't play six. Like, he's probably not the bad, worst option there. Any other news? No, we've done the picking the games. No, we're we already it. did it. Yeah. Look at us being proactive. Are you serious? Yeah. We're going to have a of questions. Okay, question, question time. time. Uh, first question from Manny P25. Question for Mitch, he says, would you rather have the Broncos sign the Turbo Brothers or listening to nothing but mumble rap for 12 months? What? Or listening to nothing but mumble rap for 12 months? Yep. I would much rather sign the Turbo Brothers. I, I say, hate them, but... Yeah, they're both good. I listen to music like all the time. Mumble rap's and the worst Wayne thing. can fix anybody. Can't fix mumble rap though. <laughs> he cannot. Unless Wayne released a mumble rap album. What about I probably listen to that? What about Lil Wayne? Lil Wayne, no, <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Uh, Shano eighty six. How hyped is Bungard for Lamar Jackson? Oh, so hyped. Uh, there's great live reaction video of me. I think our friend Luke Charles tweeted that out. Oh, it's did he? I think he put it on Twitter. Um, so in, in our little NFL Facebook group that me, Mitch, Josh Y, uh, Luke, and a couple of other blokes are in. Uh, we we're doing so we do like uh, video chats during the draft just to see people's reactions when certain players were picked. And I, my reaction when we picked some tight end I'd never heard of was like confusion and who the fuck is this guy? And then I had to go to a meeting for work and then I had to go just to I had to duck across the street to grab something. And um, I was walking and I didn't even know the Ravens had traded back into the first round of the draft. And suddenly I checked Facebook and the boys are trying to video call me again. And then you get a very sincere reaction of pure joy from me as I'm walking. Yeah, because you wanted him earlier in the day. You were talking yep. about it as well. Um, yeah, really happy. Obviously, I love Joe Flacco, but he's he's been in the league 10 years now. He's never really fully recovered from that knee injury and he will pass the torch to Lamar in the next year or so. And yep. I'm excited. Yep. And uh, yeah, you, you should have probably just picked him where you picked Hayden Hurst, but probably, what, 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 but hey. What do, you, what, do you, what do you know? Anyway, next question, Jake underscore H underscore 87 says, how come the entire planet rates Fortnite what is that he's missing? It's a bit strange, right? Because it's fun. 
It's it's a fun game, but people are carrying on like they've never played video games before. It's fun yeah. and free. Yes, and yeah. it's free to win. So you to, like you can buy skins, but you don't. Buy, that is a huge can't thing. Pay for performance. It, yeah, it's speaking as a free FIFA it. player, it is enormously frustrating. That when was going to be my next point. Yeah, play against people on Ultimate Team, and you're clearly better than them, but they get a little bit of an edge because they've spent hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Microtransactions are a scourge on the video game industry, so I, yeah. so I respect Fortnite for going loot boxes now illegal in Belgium. Yeah, huge. Uh, they yeah, should be illegal everywhere. I've enjoyed Fortnite. What is missing, mate? You squad up, play with the boys. It's good fun. Uh, next question. Custer ninety one says he's had just had two wires. Put Get well in soon, his Andy. What is the most gruesome f- injury you've suffered? And he says, "Hi, Dale." <laughs> yeah, this is Dale Roots and a Mitch Dore question. Never, never a gruesome injury, yeah, but gruesome my knees are cooked. Yeah, I've got two two torn meniscuses. Don't tear meniscus meniscuses. I've I've torn my menisci, but I was born with extra menisci, so it's one more. <laughs> yeah, I've had it come right, back to normal menisci. Don't bloody knee. flail your meniscus the around. Counting his extra menisci yeah, yeah, around, uh, mate. I've had a, a whole bunch of injuries, and I wouldn't say any of them really gruesome. What would I say hurts the most? I think any back you, injury I've ever had hurt the most. Did you see the story about the bloke in the NPL in Victoria this week that was impaled on a corner flag? Excuse no. me? What? Yeah, they had to call the game between, I think it was South and Heidelberg. Jesus Christ. And yeah, that's, yeah. that's up there. Yeah, not good. Okay. Um, yeah, I got nothing. At Eels TCT, that's the Cumberland throw, says rank the teams on four points. That's North Queensland, Manly, Dogs and Eels yep. from cooked to least cooked. Okay, so we're going... So, so least cooked first? So blue. Doing, I'm just, yeah. Least cooked first, I'm going Parramatta is the least cooked, yep. then the Cowboys, then the Bulldogs, then Manly. I agree as well. I'll go with that too. Yep. They are the the Manly are well done. It's crazy, hey. Parramatta are... We can name three teams, and that's just the teams on the same points as them. There's probably a couple above them that they're less cooked than as well. Yeah. Crazy. Okay. Uh, Frank Young's got 987 says, how do you fix Manly? I don't know. I just... Send it to Perth. You nuke that city. Well, there's <laughs> lots of good ideas. Um... Their their roster is a mess. They need more forwards, more good forwards, and I don't know if they can afford to sign any next year, or if they're going to keep to power. So I don't know what the fix is. It's, it might well, might take a couple a of years. Glaring hole at six. Glaring. Well, also that. Yes. And well, then, where's Blake Green? He's gone. Yeah, exactly. There you go. And there's still there's not that many halves off the market, but they were definitely a prime candidate for the likes of Kane Elgie or um. Or Brock Lamb. I think Aiden Teaser is going to end up re-signing at the at the Raiders. Yes. So, or Blake Austin if they're desperate. But I don't think that's the answer either outside mm. Cherry Evans. But yeah, it's not looking great currently. But the, this is the team we've seen. They actually made the eight last year getting carried by a couple of players. They're not that many players away from having a good squad. You know, we've seen that before. It doesn't take that many things. They've got good pieces. They've just got to hold on to Tapao and, and the likes. Uh, at LV05... Do the Broncos currently have the fattest Hals combo to ever play the game? No. South's 2003 on Craigie and Willie Peters. Mate, fat Tony Carroll started the game in the halves. True. Yeah, but True. who's Hals Gall- partner? I can't remember. It's probably like uh, Darren Lockyer. Paul Gar- yeah. Gallon's played in the halves. Like, Again, there's not... Milford is not that fat. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a meme. That's a roll with it. But it's on Craigie and Willie oh, Peters. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, God. Simo's got some things about JT. We'll just leave him. We've <laughs> cool. we, we got plenty of time to win about JTs all year. Yep. Uh, Jake underscore H underscore 87 says, can we get Mary Kay to replace Ruan Sims with Dally M Judge? Sure. Look, well, there are worse, a, look, there are worse ideas. There are. <laughs> she has eyes. <laughs> she goes to games. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Edward underscore Smith won. I don't know if this is a shot or not or a genuine question, but he says, you say lads, but honest question, how many females do you think listen to the pod and what do they think of it? 10 and we're idiots. I know. Uh, just like I know, everybody else. I know two female listen to the No, who's three. A, who's the... I know three. Who? Mary, Annette, and my friend Susie. Oh, good. Shout out to Susie. Uh, Charlie listens too. 
But yeah, for, oh, why would you Charlie? inflict that upon your partner? I never asked her to. Yeah. She thinks we're funny. Well, I am very funny. Yeah, we are very funny. <laughs> yeah. At least the two of us are. <laughs> but, uh, it's, God, she listens to us putting you down all the time. Yeah, Pickles is <laughs> she, doing some... Yeah, doing she's taking notes. She needs material. He's dog back there. Pickles is eating ass. <laughs> That's what he's doing. It's like to clarify. He's not eating any, any of yeah. he's eating anyone else's. Sorry, eating his own ass. You'd yeah. do it if you could, Dale. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Next not, in fr- not in front of you, I uh, That's for sure. Manny P25, how does Bungard feel not. knowing that the most successful South Junior ever now plays NFL? <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it was a bit surreal to see my hometown and my footy club on the draft board. What a hype reel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Weird hype reel. Crazy. He yeah. he genuinely looks like he's playing with his kids. In yeah. Backyard. yeah he, it's going to be interesting when he plays. There's also reason why you never that, heard who he was, by the way. That Warriors yeah. game was like he, when Nelson plays on the NFL team. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what happens when he plays him then. Yeah. So. Good on him, by the way, though. Got his signing bonus, which is 45k US, and then if he makes 25k every week, he's over there. So, 45k US is like 600,000 Australian dollars. Yeah, so. Some people are getting mad at South City and go, South firstly didn't think he was good enough for first grade, and no team did. He no. got offered a reserve grade deal. And then, of course, if you're in his boots, you can go there. All you have to do is, he never played the game. Never he's played never played it. a snap. Had a yeah. bit of tape and went over there. They got picked on development basis, and he's not got guaranteed money being picked past the fifth round, but. 45k signing bonus day one and then 25k every week. That's great. If he gets cut or not, he's a smart decision. He's always come back to reserve grade here next exactly. year. Exactly. Uh, LV05 being a smart ass again. He's back. Who's the best player in the game and why is it Callum Ponga? Okay, who is the best player on just the left side between this... Stop it. Between the hashes <laughs> next question. and the opposition 20? Stop it. Maybe Callum Ponga. <laughs> Maybe. The rest of the field, no. <laughs> no, because Cody Walker plays in that same channel. Yeah, and Greg Inglis next yeah. to each other, so... Yeah, uh, Danger has got anger. Will Payne Haas start a game anytime this year? No, I don't know. Maybe I don't think so. Probably I don't not. think Broncos fans should start expecting to play every game because again, he's eighteen and yeah. twenty games also is a lot of games for eighteen year old. Got to load manage the kid. But we'll see if he keeps performing, probably keep his job. But it might be a point where we're fully fit. He's on the first grade side yeah. and calm down about it. The club like him. He's verbally agreed a four year extension. So who? How much Q cups this kid played? He's only played this year. He's too young to play. Really? Us. He's played the what? Well, he's played seven Q Cup games. It's eight, eighteen plus Q Cup. Yeah, he's only he tur- he's the he's four days from being the first person born in two thousand to play NRL. That sucks. So that's how young he is. Yeah, he only just turned eighteen uh, this uh, December. Good on him. What power to your elbow, son? Okay, Butsy Triple Eight. Who would win a Royal Rumble of NRL coaches? Okay, it's Ricky Stewart or Craig Bellamy for me, just on pure anger and tenacity. Uh, yeah. Who would Vince try to sell? <laughs> Who do you want to get to with the Royal Rumble? I'm thinking. Uh, Trent Barrett, think the looks in the, in the body. Yeah, he'd push Trent Barrett. I think Stephen Kearney would win. Do you? Yes. Kearney's actually a pretty good shout too. Yeah. I mean, he, Bellamy does actually ha- have actual wrestling he, experience. He, he, so. Bellamy is very old. He is. He's like almost 60. He's un- underratedly old. But a shoulder charge from Kearney would not yeah. kill him. I, I think Ricky would be in for a scrap. Ricky though. would be the heel that rolls out under the bottom rope at yes. the start and then comes back in at the end and throws the guy who thinks he's won. <laughs> That's Ricky's role. Would, yeah. would Trent be able to cash his, his money in the bank? He could be money in the bank guy. No, but he can't because no. he doesn't All right, have guys, any money. Guys, the, the, the Royal Rumble is not for a title, so I you know. can't cash in money know, in the bank. But what if Come you cash on. in yeah, after? True, true. <laughs> guys, you're, what, what, you, what do you get when you win the Rumble? That's when you, you get, get the money a the guaranteed title shot at, at WrestleMania, WrestleMania against. Where the does the money from the champ- bank come from? Well, actually, that happened in WrestleMania 31 a couple of years ago. Roman Reigns won the Royal Rumble for Brock Lesnar, and then during their match, Seth Rollins came down with the briefcase. It turned into a triple threat match, and Seth Rollins won. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. Okay, 
not a very smart use of the money in the bank thing, but I guess he waited till like they'd been beating the shit out of each other for twenty yeah. minutes, and then he curb stomped Roman Reigns and one. It was mm. great. Triple go. threat. Yeah, good writing, singing. It was acting, actually good writing. Yeah. Yeah. Next one, Butsy Triple Eight says, "How far can this bunch of scrubs ride LeBron?" Can uh, we keep talking about wrestling? It oh. feels it feels like entourage. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, look, great shout. It is LeBron is the Brad Stevens of players. <laughs> you put the four like talking before the podcast. I was saying we had camp on them. Could Brad Stevens take the four of us to the NBA uh, playoffs? Playoffs, yeah, potentially, maybe. Could LeBron take the four of us to the Eastern Conference Finals? Maybe. Potentially, you're good. Um, I also think, well, I think the Pacers match up with the Cavs way better than people pay respect to. I actually think the Cavs will do the Raptors easier than they did the Pacers. I agree with that. Let's uh, bet on the Cavs to win the series. Yeah, because the, uh, the Cavs have actually smashed the Raptors a few times this year, and I think they, again, there's no real bigs to pound our weak front court like there is at the Pacers. And there's, I don't know if anyone's as good as Oladipo on the Imagine Raptors. when, like, someone's an old man and their like, grandkids are like, oh, Grandpa, what did you do when LeBron James was in his prime? And you're like, I made memes about him being a crybaby bitch and talked about <laughs> how Michael said, Jordan was better. No, like, wait, which prime? I was firstly 13, then I was 25, yeah. then I was 40. Like, like the, 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 the guy who is arguably the best to ever play basketball gets no respect from like a gigantic chunk of fans. And it's the and most baffling. It's the it craziest thing in the world to me. It would be like, imagine if half the NRL fans were just like, Jonathan Thurston sucks. Yeah, It's so weird. It's, it's really weird. And it's like with LeBron as well. It's just like that thing that needs more help was always a meme or more of a, or a joke. But now you look at the team, it's like, well, this team without him might be the worst team in the Mate, NBA. It's very simple. When Jordan left the Bulls, they went 57 wins to 55. Or or maybe it went 55 to 57. Either way, they stayed at like a mid-50s win team. Yeah. When LeBron left the Cavs the first time, they went from winning 60 games to getting the first overall pick in the draft. Yeah, and if they left tomorrow with Tyler's coaching... Or they Hoff, would win 15 games. That, that squad is not as bad as it's playing outside of LeBron. It's coached terribly though. Yeah. They're not, but yeah. They would be a disaster. But they, they're still a pretty good chance to win the whole the East again and get smash, smashed in the finals by whoever wins the West because the Celtics, despite having nobody alive, are going to push the Sixers to seven most likely. And then the Cavs probably beat, uh, probably beat the Raptors. And if the Cavs play the Celtics, LeBron, there's not because LeBron there. Uh, but Sixers could do the Cavs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Robert 44. Is there any person... You could hit like Dean w- Dean Farah hit JMK, and who would it be? Um, do you mean you could know who I would hit? I think he's asking who do you hate, yeah. <laughs> basically. Matty Moylan, let's do it. Oh, <laughs> nah, he just cries. We feel sorry for him. It's like you know sometimes you're playing. Like, remember at like high school, you're playing like a lunchtime game, and you let like the kid in there probably not ready to play that kind of game, or playing touch rugby or rugby training, or whatever, and you hit him a bit too hard or something, yeah. and they cry. It's like. I probably should have done that. I feel like if you do that to, De- to Matt Moore, you probably feel the same way when he's on the ground in tears. Which maybe, uh, maybe I should have done that. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. No, I don't. I don't hate anybody enough to assault them. <laughs> that's, that's. I feel the same way. Yeah. Fair call. Dale, any any assaults? No, no. Up? I don't want to confess yeah. to any crimes. Just, yeah. just to clarify. Uh, he's also asked us: Is the live decision system the best of the bunker? We've discussed that already. Mm. And he's, which rule in its current state is the most confusing? Confusing to oh for wow. who mm. to like good shout uh, like a very casual fan yep. probably the obstruction rule yep the the interpretation of the obstruction rule is definitely up there um, like the inside outside shoulder thing yep. like and where where the ball is passed or when it's caught yep. and how much contact is enough contact and mm-hmm. uh, confusing for me as a footy fan is how they decided to remove kicking the ball dead with seven tackle sets. 
but also punish caught in goal and knock-ons and everything else. Mm. That, that's confusing. A knock-on in goal on an attacking play is not the same detriment as someone who's negative players kicking it dead from 40 metres out was, and it's getting the same punishment. That you, was are you aware that, Phil Gould, your arch nemesis, went on this exact rant two days I ago? I am aware. Okay, just checking. Wow. Tim Williams wrote a nice article, a good, decent article about he it. He did, today. actually. The rule change is actually great. Uh, if you if you kick it dead from closer... like. So if you, you so Dale, the rule was established so that because Billy Slater kept not getting to return the ball because they just kick it over his head and kick it dead on purpose, right? Yeah. So like we've got to change this rule, give him an extra tackle, uh, and then to prevent that, that was to prevent them doing that. Mm. But, but everything got changed. Like yes, that. but I like the idea that if you kick it dead from inside the opposition's forty, so clearly it's not just a long kick to nullify the fullback. I would then, say thirty. For me, I would say thirty-two. Yeah. Forty would seem a bit generous, but whatever. Um, then it's not a seven tackle set. It's yeah. a six tackle. Because that makes the, sense. It, seven tackle sets off field goals is absurd. It is. I, I don't mind that one though, as well because it, it stopped the really dumb field goal attempts. No, but I don't like it because it means if you miss a field goal, it just basically means the You've opponent lost. is definitely going to get a chance at a yeah, field goal. They are. The, um, I, I, it's one of those things. I'm not. I don't hate the seven tackle rule. Right? I don't mind when it goes dead. I, I like it when it goes dead. It's one of those rules though. When it was brought in, it was like something just. It wasn't really calling out for it. Like mm. those kind of tactical changes in the a, game. The game corrects them themselves. Yeah. Like there's 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 a reason why there's phases of tactics that come in and out of the game or things that stay. Like there's a reason why. You know, Ford pops passing the ball came in and it first came in. Mm. Every, it was beating everyone. Now everyone does it, you know. It would have corrected itself either way, kind of thing. And I don't think people are going to keep it dead forever because in the end, you still let the other team get back to the 20, refresh, and go from there. You know, it's, there's a, there is a positive to if you tackle them 15 out from their line or 20 out from their line, that's already tackle one at the 20, and then the next guy picks it up. Like, I'd rather be kicking the ball in that case. Yeah. You know, it's, it was corrected for it just. Overcorrection, really. Even mm. though I don't hate the rule that much, I don't mind it for kicking it dead. Yeah. Um, charge down. Charge down. That's my using? answer. Just the just Great the interpretation point. of when it's a six Play again, that. when it's a knockout. I I think it should never be six again. I think you should get one more tackle. Good shout. What if you're if, yeah. so bad that you can't not get your kick charged down. You shouldn't be rewarded with another whole yeah. set of yeah. tackles. Yeah. And also, it shouldn't be, a, in my opinion, if it's, a, it's if it's honest attempt, it shouldn't be a knock on. It's like you get punished for a great play. Yeah. So, like, you get punished that you, your team minute left in the game, you charge in a field goal attempt. And they get another whole and set. And they it's go a joke. Another minute. Get yeah. if if that if one tackle, that's it. Mm. Yeah. And uh, I, the what do you think about the play that? I'm not saying it's confusing for me, but I think if you take a neutral to a game and play that, would confuse. Crap out of yeah. it. It's, it's, honestly, it seems like the refs guess a lot of the time. Yeah, they do. Like some some half drills a grubber into the defensive line, and half the time they just buy, oh yeah, play that six yeah. more. And it's like what what? Come yeah. on. Mm. Um, I'm more of the line of that almost everything's played at. <laughs> once you're running towards the ball, and once you put your hands in there and turn yeah. your back, yeah, you played at that ball, son. Yeah. Uh, ladies who league, what are your thoughts on NRL talk the game, uh, talk up the game? Sorry, hashtag. Uh, talk is cheap. Action is another thing, and. The NRL's gone around this week uh, issuing takedown notices to like YouTubers who make great NRL montages, like AP7 mm. Montage and a couple of other channels. So that's basically completely and utterly against this policy of Grow the Game that you mm. are trying to you know, talk up, basically. It's, it's nonsense. I think my favorite one of the best things about the NBA and why the NBA is growing exactly. so much globally say, exactly. is that they don't care. I understand there's broadcast rights everywhere, yada, yada. You take an NBA video, you put it on the internet, and you get a lot of retweets. They don't care. No. You can go find people's montages of every NBA World highlights Worldwide Wob has built a career, basically. Yes. That. But you can go to YouTube and find highlights of games 20 minutes after they finish that fans are made, which you, the people would expect you to pay for Game Pass for for that. And then, along hand-in-hand hand with my old, bring it back, my NBL theory that's going to be bigger than the A-League in five years here, is they do the same thing. They'll let you 
take whatever you want and, and share it. My, yeah. my thing is they this. gave us they they basically said we could have whatever videos we wanted for free for yeah. them in the past. Like deal. they've already they've already got their money on the on the broadcast yeah, deal. It, your it's your ridiculous. your thirty or forty or a hundred thousand views on YouTube is sh- fuck all in the and grand scheme I of things. Also think and that, those um, people are seeing the game. I think it would be less painful if that similar content was getting taken down because the NRL was making that content. But, or they're, not. Getting, but they're not. Content's not out there. But they're like, not. You know, if a fan puts up. Ten years worth of highlights of a player just isn't out there. Yeah, like, it's just yeah. not. Apart yeah. from all the tries, yeah, that's it. That's but it. and it's not out there. It's not that it's not out there for anybody to go and find. Like a lot of that stuff isn't even available for broadcasters because it's not being kept or it's been yeah. kept in a yeah, different exactly. way and it needs to be accessed a specific way. Like, yeah. for example, you can't go back past a certain year and go, I want to see all of X. Yeah. Doesn't Can exist. you please show it to me? They're like, well, we have to go down and we have to find the VHS machine. Yeah. Well, they threw a bunch of them out. They threw a bunch of the master yeah. tapes out. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Uh, they taped over it. Someone's christening. <laughs> at Mr. Underscore S888, he says, from someone who hasn't watched any of the Avenger movies... Are they worth a watch? The la- the the most no spoilers. The most recent one was sick. It was surprisingly good. I thought they were going to struggle to get it all to come together. No, they didn't. It was very good. Um, I would not suggest watching all of them There's now. You're few, so far behind. If you, you don't, don't need to love watch every movies. Marvel film, you have to watch a lot of them to understand things. That you need to watch. Though. I would say you need to watch the first two Avengers. Obviously, yeah. Probably Guardians of the Galaxy one. You have to watch Iron Man. Yep. You have to watch uh, Black Glass Pan- Captain America. No, you don't need to watch Black Panther, but no, you don't. it would probably help. He doesn't really do... Yeah, okay. yeah, you, you, don't, yeah. You don't need to watch Black Panther. You mm. don't really need to watch Spider-Man. You don't need to watch Thor, even no. though Thor 3 is heavily. You don't need to watch the Hulk, well, they're old movies anyway. You have to watch the last Captain America. Probably have to watch the Captain America series, actually. And uh, Yeah, but still, it's a lot of movies to go through. you got to have some time <laughs> if you haven't I've, caught up yet. I've not seen like 10 of them. I've seen... I think I've seen, I've seen them more. Awesome, yeah. but the last That's Avengers it. was sick. I loved it. It wasn't good. Uh, Jake underscore H eighty seven just says Kanye. Yeah, okay. He is. He's losing it. Yeah. yeah, he lost seven million followers in Matt, he's, um, ten minutes. He's got uh, about fifteen types of tracking software on his web page. It looks like nothing's on there. It looks yeah. like he's where his songs are now. But yeah, he's watching, mate. He's probably selling your info to the Russians and Trump. <laughs> so just to the Russians. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. Ah. Uh, at Moretti EH, uh, what round should you call it quits and plan for next season? Is that a shot at us? Or is that I was <laughs> when I saw that question pop up today. I was like, me, "Come sir. on, man! At least at me." Excuse me, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Go um, to your house and take your dog. There are teams that should be already planning for next season. Yep, doggies okay. and manly. And Dogs manly. and manly. Yeah, the Cowboys want want of trying. Like they still they win. I'd two give games. the Cowboys two more weeks. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, once you, once if you, you get to two and eight, yeah, cook. yeah, you cook. Yeah, that's when you should start doing it. What's it's not the, a definitive. I'd, brand. I'd like to see the worst record that any team has come back from to make the finals. Like whether it's two and oh, eight it's to make the finals or three and whatever. I don't know if there's actually that much of a terrible one, to be honest. Mm. But yeah. Uh, Pete Fulcher says, inspired by the Homer football kit, Bale's favourite. What's the best possible meme and club jersey combo? Good question. I have to get back to you on well, that. Dale, you, you are the meme king. You did make a, quite, quite quick, finally, you made a, a joke jersey. <laughs> that then that, became a jersey. That Homer jersey. Dale had memed that up like how long ago? Uh, four months ago. He memed that up uh, with a Seattle Sounders jersey? Yes, was it was. It? And then here it is as a real jersey. <laughs> that is great. If there's anybody who should be getting involved in meme football jerseys, it's friend of the show, Dan yep. Palmer. Uh, yeah, more should. meme jerseys. That's what we yeah, want I'm to trying see. to think what ones. I don't know if many would suit the Broncos. Maybe 2015 Crying Jordan editions. I don't know anything. That's actually not bad, eh? Yeah, 2015 Crying Jordans. Uh, uh, big big shout out to the West Tigers Anzac kit. Yeah. Uh, big not shout out to the Dragons Anzac Agreed. kit. Agreed. We're, we're going close to poppy nonce here. 
Big time. <laughs> we're reaching peak poppy and it's yeah. concerning. I mean, it's not. we're not far away from the Dragons running out in an old Steelers jersey that's actually a poppy. Mm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Please don't do that, Dragons. At Shannery 6, he says, Reckon Gus can con Brennan into taking Tarmau. Yes. Yeah. He's caught him with a few other ones. Definitely. I was going to say, yeah, surely. Well, mate, he's got to find room for Matt Lodge when he gets here next year, so well, you've got to ship time out of somebody. Yeah. At Good Benny in. D- Good in. Yeah. At Benny DTD, what's the one thing rugby league could learn from other sports that would make it a better product that's more interesting for fans? One. Whether it be a trade window, a draft, a rule change, No draft. Similar. As for him, okay, you, for you explain is. this for me, Bungard. He says, as a baseball fan, I'm a huge fan of the hot stove season. What's hot stove season? Hot stove is basically the time period. Uh, there's like sort of a designated window where all the trades happen. So and it's a trade call, window, it's right? It's called hot stove. Yeah. Oh, you're awesome. telling me and that players don't awesome. actually use hot stoves. And the, the, the official MLB account, you know, they do like hashtag hot stove. Like, That's cool. It's, it's, it is. It's really well, good. Well, I'm, I'm pro a transfer window, but it would kill poor, poor Kent. What would you talk about if you couldn't talk about player rumours? I mean, it's <laughs> I mean, good that, it's good it's that Major League right Baseball now, have thought up a way to make themselves relevant and fun. So that's nice. That is nice. How about uh, some team played each other Slogan. three times in two days the other week? Of, uh, yeah, there was mind. a rain out and then a doubleheader. What do you want? I, one of it's my favourite things, twice. speaking of Weird. baseball, is uh, watching grounds crews try and put uh, tarps on. Yep. But, uh, my, and the players helping them. That's always good. I would love for the NRL, as I said earlier, be more free with its content, more yeah. more, more video out there, more highlights, more digital content. And like we 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 see how much kind of stuff they do fake, focusing on the players, or focusing, focusing on the players and the stories around the game. That's really well and good, but like, if I want to watch an extended highlights package of X, I don't think that I should necessarily have to pay for a Fox Sports Pass all year uh, yeah. to see like a ten-minute highlight. I video. have a possible outside contender as well in a similar vein to that. Is like when you can go on the NFL Game Pass and watch condensed games, yeah, and yeah. that sort of thing. We need a better live pass that because like, if you miss a game and you want to watch like a fifteen-minute condensed version the next day, they have you got should be able fifteen-minute highlights now this year. That's and, thing. and that's yeah, the th- that's the good thing with NFL is like. Aside from all the you know pageantry and like small play kind of chat that they have, the best thing about those condensed games is you're effectively watching the games with all the chat taken out of them. Yeah, you're awesome. just seeing the best part. Mate, it's so good. You watch like it's, they take they like half an hour long. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. Um, for me, it'd be this is not the NRL, but it's everybody. The attitude of uh, the secrecy of like players not giving good interviews, that kind of stuff. The play, how yeah. players are kept away from the media and how. Uh, it, it's, it's both media fault and club fault it's got to that point now but I'd like to see just more positive and more interesting stuff about players and more talk about football not about crisis and issues and yeah. all that kind of stuff like when teams are losing all we hear about now all of a sudden is off-field crisis that's the answer for why the man they're losing that's the end of why the Cowboys are losing we, no one, none of these people who analyse our game can say mm. they're playing bad rugby league. That's yep. why they're losing games. And I mean, Parra, <laughs> like, Parra was yeah. a good example earlier in the year. They were not in like, crisis. They weren't in crisis. They just had a few players who weren't fit and a few players who yeah. were playing poorly. But that's just the, you know, we don't, people who work in the media here and people talk about the game don't know enough about the game themselves, but also clubs and similar don't provide enough access to players themselves yeah. to produce good content in that regard. There was but. an interesting discussion on, on Grandstand the other day about the fact that people are getting fed up with players giving one-line answers. Yeah. And the thing is, well, what do you expect when everything they say, they get smashed for? Or they get asked dumb questions as well. And if they if you have a young kid who has a, who has a you know, scores a hattie and plays his pants off, hmm. why is he then given a media ban for the next two weeks to keep his <laughs> to keep his feet down? Like, I understand from the club's point of view, but also the fans are the people that pay for you guys to exist. So, like, yeah. give us a little He's bit more. He's supposed to be promoting the game yeah. in the end. But, yeah, I mean, I, that, and if NRL talk up the game was real, that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, but, you know, they weren't. it wasn't the worst thing done by a sporting organisation this week in this country. Wasn't. So, hey. At the underscore Gamak, 
He said, okay, help him out here. He says, why are the Raiders not playing Garvey in the 14? Surely we'd offer more at Ben Sugar than Hingano. Okay, well, Hingano's not a hooker. That's a fairly but basic point. We've all seen Craig Garvey play rugby league. And if I'm going to put minutes in first grade into one player, it's the one who might have a future in first grade. <laughs> Fair point. You know, Garvey would be the guy who'd probably be playing if Avili got injured. He's just, he's, mm. he's, he's not too bad for 15, 20 minutes of decent defense. So he's not, not a particularly talented player. You know, and Hingano might be a future half at the Raiders. And yeah, it's not where he's going to be playing, but it's first grade experience. That's what he's getting. How many how many years have they got uh, Hingano for? I don't remember, but it's a couple of years. Yeah. And like he won't be there when Hodgson comes back. But again, you've got the opportunity to give somebody 10, 15 first grade games he didn't have previously. Just give it a shot. And as you say, I mean, Hingano can play for Mounties and keep his legs moving. And yeah. if one of the halves goes down, then you've got that opportunity. Exactly right. uh, Jack, Jake White, 16, says, Rolly Jacks is a future immortal. Discuss. False. Doesn't do anything. But, uh, he could be actually immortal. Oh, uh, yeah. Michael Darren 79. He's, first one. Uh, here we go. Gus bagged the seven tackle set on 100% footy. Well, we just did as well, he said. What are the positives to the rule? Uh, it deters the stupid long field goals. Yeah, it also... It does punish terrible kicking, which is not a bad thing. Sure. Yeah. Um, you know, it, that's it. And then it does also allow for swings in the game pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, your team can go from being down one end to the other like that. and But, yeah. Next. The, neg- the negatives are everything else. His next question. Oh, Simo would like this one. Is Thurston's form boosting Lockie's legacy? Good question. Yes. Yeah. I would say, look, I'm not taking my Broncos hat even then, Bro- Lockie played well to the end, finished his career on an eight-game win streak and won, a, and won that semi. Finished his career on the sideline because he was too much of a coward mm-hmm. to get on the field. Finished his career on an eight-game win streak and yep. went and then, out... And then dogged it for the prelim against Manly. Went out and it was, when he went out, he was still thinking, man, he probably could play next year. He opposed that to where Thurston's currently playing now. If Thurston gets playing like this, it does damage his legacy. We're not boosting Lockyer's, but it's certainly damaging it's hurting his... hurting his own. It has nothing to do with Darren Lockyer. No, no, it doesn't have anything to do with Darren, but he... No, but I, 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 I don't... I, I just don't see the link between those two things. Or well, they all get compared as all-time greats. Yeah, I don't think people are going to suddenly decide that Darren Lockyer was better than John Thurston because John Thurston well, sort of had like eight weeks at the end of his career. Or well, a year and a half of it. Well, And then, you know, not as good of a start. You start breaking it down. It does. It can be like that. Uh, next part of his question. Oh, here we go. This is a good one. What are the worst popular sitcoms in recent times? Big Bang Theory. Big uh, Bang Theory is the correct answer. How about your mother? Oh, okay. Yeah. You, you, well, don't, don't just blindly Legend. agree with him. No, no, no. Wait I'm, for I'm, it. Hang on. We're going in there. <laughs> I'm thinking. No, that Big Bang, big, big, ba- the, it's the big first... bang Theory and then Daylight is well, yeah, the answer. All those, all those uh, terrible. Ma- two and a half men. Two and a half men oh, is very bad. The, um, that dude, doesn't fit the comedy part. How many mother was great until the last? Uh, until uh, the uh, end. I'd never liked it. Well, that's fine. But that's you, fine, you, to, to put it on in the same uh, cat- did, bracket as those shows is absurd. I've done it. Well, you're incorrect. I feel it was terrible. It's terrible. It was a really good show until the end. But yeah, Big Bang Theory is terrible. But I have how how that keeps getting renewed. and how they have spin-offs. I have a theory on this. On to why Big Bang Theory is so popular. Go on. Well, because Big Bang Theory is about smart people, right? Uh, I see where you're going here. But it's watched by idiots. And what do idiots love more than anything? Idiot. To feel smart. Uh, so they watch the show and so they feel smart. How about your mother? But they're more... But no, How about your mother's <laughs> not a show about like hyper-intelligent nerds. It's just a show about degenerates at a bar. It's, it is interesting. Well, that is true. Um, it is interesting, though, that big, the Big Bang Theory pulls on so many stereotypes and sucks at them all, so... 
you know, it's not even funny it, where it tries it, to be I, funny. I've watched very little of that show, and it I was would re- I would recommend that you maintain that stance. Oh, I will never watch it again. But my please, God, please it's do just, not. It's 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 uh it's continual presence in like TV is baffling. It, it, but I mean, I I guess I kind of explained it, but still, it's, it's I don't understand how you get like how that's the thing that you keep going back to if you're a, if like it's you're weird, advertising. It? It's like the it. TV equivalent of like top forty music, right? It's just this. Thing that's kind of bland, it's sort of there, so people just like watch it when they get home yeah, because fair, it's fair point. Just on the television. Mm. I guess yeah. Marcus Evans ninety four says, "If you were in charge of NL for a day, what would you do to improve the game?" Jeez, people want to improve the game this week. I like it. I like that they're not talking the game up; they're trying to get um, us to improve. I would it. move the Roosters to Perth. Mm-hmm. I'd move Perth. I thought you were going to kick South back out. That was you could, no, you I was have. surprised one of you didn't say it. <laughs> well, I thought Dale was going to beat me to the punch. Oh, well, no, it's too late. The joke's <laughs> ruined. You've shown your hand. I have. <laughs> uh, and it's a flush. <laughs> I, I get rid of Bellman. Okay. But West get to stay. Yep. Okay. Oh, there you go. Mitchell? Oh, I think I've been through enough of these things. We're, we're moving a club. We've changed you to moving a team, are we? <laughs> no, just move. move. Um, Can we move South to Perth? No, we're staying where we are. At Brian Black seventy four, are celebrity fans a benefit or detriment to the game? To a team, sorry. Depends. Oh yeah, Abbott for Manly, Sally f- bad, Sally fits for Dragons, good. Uh it depends who it is. Obviously, Russell Crowe has inarguably been a benefit for Souths. I mean, he literally saved the club. Bor- Boris Becker was seen wearing a Souths hat at a Spurs game. That's crazy. Cristiano Ronaldo also Souths fan. Yep. But there you go. Okay. Um, and also poured millions of dollars. I don't into think the club. celebrities are big enough of a distraction in Australia to no. make it any. Any good or bad? I mean, it's there's fun no to, Spike Lee in the Knicks. No, and it, I mean it's fun to be like, ah, oh, Tony Abbott goes for Manly and he's a terrible person, or oh, Scott Morrison goes to the Sharks and he's a terrible person. But at the end of the day, they're not really affecting what those teams do. Again, it's not like it's the NBA where you just have times where the celebrity will be drawing at players from the sideline. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not like Spike Lee, Drake, Drake, yeah. anybody who lives in LA. Yeah, exactly right. And Brian Black flows up again. Who do you each predict will be the most overrated player to be picked in Origin this year? On current form, for him would be whoever gets picked out of Tommy and Teddy. Both overrated. <laughs> That's uh, most overrated player. Well, Aaron Woods we'll, is going to get picked. Woods, again. Woods and Jackson are probably out. They're, so if they get picked, it's those two. Yeah. But if they don't, yeah, I don't know. It's a fair uh, if a Ferguson or a Dugan, well, gets Dugan's picked, injured now. Dugan's so. injured. Yeah, so uh, Ferguson, if Ferguson, he gets picked so, again, he's actually playing well this uh, year. Matt Scott in current form. Ferguson's playing well this year, though. He, uh, oh, he still makes his dumb mistakes. Problem with Matt Scott week. is no one particularly. The Nene try this week, like again, like he does dumb stuff all the time, Ferguson. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but he's not as, as much of a passenger yeah. as he has been in the past. Yeah. Um, Josh Papali. Okay. Ooh, he'll get picked. Yeah. I like it. Uh, would Dylan Napa fall into that? Yes. Napa is good at origin, right? He's but good, but like his job no. is just to hit people hard. But he doesn't do anything. Cl- he has, he's living off that South game yeah. three years, two years ago now. And the yeah. fact that like he played origin and was okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, next question. Bearded Raider. Gee, what, what more questions I thought we had? Mm. Not that many left, though. Mm. Is there any merit to the idea of playing with an orange, yellow, or pink ball, which makes it easier to see in close replays? I mean, they did it in Toyota Cup, right? He said, sometimes it's going to be hard to tell the ball touch the ground. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there probably is merit to it, but I've not done the tests. Toyota Cup know. had a yellow ball. Yeah, mm. but, yeah, there, I mean, there might be. I don't know. Because, yeah, sometimes you see a flash of white and it's a guy's boot or it's the yeah. or it's, or it's a sock or something. Although, then, then again, that... Changing it to orange or pink is going to change things. Well, yeah. I don't, yeah, you don't see many. You see orange boots. You don't see many pink boots these days. Not in rugby yeah. league, mate. It's man's game. Yeah, no. they, they were big for a while there. But they were. They were. The orange and yellow boots very popular. Yeah, so. mercurials were orange. Uh, I think it's a good idea. Blades were like all the rage. Good in the idea 2000s. for night games. They were terrible X-blades, by the way. Well, I agree. But they, no were, they were. All they were all the rage. I remember buying one pair and like I couldn't play a season and they like, <laughs> ruined my feet. Yeah. Uh, Hamish Neal says, the pod takes a week off and we end up in the A-League grand final in the regional area. <laughs> How hard is Terry Antonis trolling you? 
God Very damn good. I'll play this role, but I haven't played it before. But come on, play. This is great radio. <laughs> Oh my god, the drop board. I love it every time we go to a country or regional area. <laughs> it wasn't worth it. I hit it like four times. Well, as throw long the, as, throw as the long pieces as you found it funny. I didn't find it funny anymore. It's mad. I'm mad. Mm. Um, Good luck to Newcastle this weekend. Gil will be going to score Gillard. Now that Bryce Cartwright is Mitch's least favourite pl- favorite player to watch, does it mean Titans have now replaced Panthers as his most hated team? No, mainly the most hated yeah. team yeah. now. But yeah. that's good. That's like that's that's where it should be, right? Because well, well, Manly, everybody hates Manly. Well, Manly were always on the bubble. They, they were most one of the most mm. teams growing up. They've always been in the top three, the most disliked oil teams. And I mean, because so. you you were in that area, so you had a reason to hate them. Yeah, I do. I do. There you go. Um, They're your locally hated team. Mm. Uh, next question. Uh, like three left. Okay, Shieldsy one. Would it be better if refs didn't make an on-field decision or a tr- okay? We've already, yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. We've been there. Uh, Sorry, mate. Good question, Ethan, but we kind of touched it earlier. Mm, he uh, right question. Know. Yeah, of course. I uh, know he wasn't just saying that. Brian Black, 74, back again. Each of your favourite breed of dog. Well, mine is a Pugalier. Mine yeah. is a or Japanese pug. Spitz. There you go. And Dale, what's your bitter? <laughs> They're both bitters. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to pick between my favourite children. Yeah, there you go. Although my, uh, my, my family... Back home has four staffies of different if breeds. You, let's say them. let's say we can't count dogs we have. Like we had to pick uh, okay, I always wanted a beagle. Uh, yeah. Husky is my second choice. But beagles, pro- I probably just go to a pug then. So I want something lazy. I got to they, they got to be beagles. Too Grey, much energy. Greyhounds are lazy. Greyhounds are lazy. Literally well, just ugly. I've met, I've had a, like, they are long dogs. Yeah, <laughs> they're weird looking animals. They are. I want a husky or a chow chow. If I couldn't have chow a spit. I I couldn't have a husky here though. No, I'm just we're just yeah, talking about favorite breeds yeah, of dogs. Yeah. It's not we, yeah. what dog you would own, but huskies are sick. Uh, Berto Shank says, "Who is the ha- gang's best fat half? Asiata, Pangai, Milf, or Bird? Well, it's obviously Pangai, and then Milford. Those are the two best yeah. fat halves." Yep. Yeah. Uh, TCT. So the Cumberland throws back again. He said, "Who is such? Do you think is the biggest real life wanker in the NRL?" Uh, I don't know. I don't know. There's so there's so many choices. <laughs> it's a it's a vast field. There's a vast field, mate. There's the, you, we all know who these players are right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What a dour note to end on. Yeah. And he's okay. Wait, there's one. Oh, no. Nah. What? No. No, that's it. Oh. Actually, you know, Warwick Ahern asked us about the notable missions for the Hall of Fame. Uh, we don't. We couldn't find the list of. The I found 25. the list, but it's like there's already 100 people in it. There's already 25. I'm not going to go through 125. Um, and to say what, who shouldn't have been there. But there was a lot of Broncos and there should have been more. <laughs> that's my end. Great. Alrighty, I think that'll yeah, do us for this week. It's been a long pod, but it's you know we had a week off, so we've got a little bit of juice mm. left in my legs. Oh, it was a long one. Oh, it wasn't that long. Yeah, oh, it was. could be worse. We could have had Harry and Campo, and that would have been four hours long. It would have been. One anyway, day. thank you, gentlemen. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, mate. We'll see you next week. Bye. My man Imp left a tech and a nine at my crib. Turned himself in, he had to do a bid. A one to three, he be home the end of 93. I'm ready to get this paper, G. You with me? Motherfucking right. My pockets looking kind of tight. And I'm stressed. Yo, Biggie, let me get the vest. No need for that. Just grab the fucking gap. The first pocket that's fat. The tech is to his back. Word is born, I'ma smoke him. Yo, don't fake no moves. What? Treat it like boxing. Stick and move. Stick and Nigga, move. you ain't got to explain shit. I've been robbing motherfuckers since the slave shit With the same clip and the same 4-5 Two point blank, a motherfucker sure to die That's my word, nigga even try to go guard Have his mother sing it, it's so hard Yes, love, love your fucking attitude Because the nigga play pussy, that's the nigga that's getting screwed and bruised up 
from the pistol whipping Webs on the neck from the necklace stripping Then I'm dipping up the block and I'm robbing bitches too Up the heron bones and bamboos I wouldn't give a fuck if you're in error Give me the baby rings and the number one mom pendant huh. I'm slamming niggas like Shaquille Shit is real When it's time to eat a meal I rob and steal Cause mom Duke ain't giving me shit So for the bread and butter I leave niggas in the gutter huh. Word the mother I'm dangerous Crazier than a bag of fucking angel dust When I bust my gap Motherfuckers take dirt naps I'm all that and a dime sack Where the paper at? When he's sticking you and taking all your money Give me the loot, give me the loot And I'm shooting niggas quick if you hiccup Don't let me throw my clip up in your back And headpiece, the opposite of peace Sending mom Duke a reef You're talking to the robbery expert Step into your wake with your blood or my shirt Don't be a jerk and get smoked over being resistant Cause when I lick shots, the shit's is persistent huh. Goodness gracious, the papers Where the cash at? Where the stash at? Nigga, pass that Before you get your great duck from the main thug 357 slug and my nigga Biggie got an itchy one grip huh. One in the chain but 32 in the clip Motherfuckers better strip Yeah, yeah nigga, peel. peel Before you find out how blue steel feel From the Beretta Putting all the holes in your sweater The money getter Motherfuckers know the better Rolex watches and colorful swatches I'm digging in pockets Motherfuckers can't stop it Man niggas come through I'm taking high school rings too Bitches get swinging for the earrings and bangles And when I rock her and drop her I'm taking her don't knock her And if she's resistant, baka, baka, baka So go get your man, bitch, he can get robbed too Tell him Biggie took it, what the fuck he gonna do? Nah, I hope apologetic, or I'ma have to set it And if I said it, the cocksucker won't forget it Hey, bitch, hey, bitch, give me the money, money. bitch Give me the loot, give me the loot 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 All this walking is hurting my feet Who money looks sweet Where at? In the Isuzu G Man, I throw him in the fiend You grab the fucking cream And if he start to scream Bomb, bomb, have a nice dream Hold up, he got a fucking bitch in the car Fur coats and diamonds She thinks she a superstar Ooh, Biggie, let me jack her I kick her in the back Hit her with the gas Chill, shorty, let me do that Just get the fucking car keys And cruise up the block The bitch act shot Getting shot on the spot Oh shit, the cops Be cool, fool They ain't gonna roll up All they want is fucking donuts so Why the fuck he keep looking? I guess to get his life cooking. I just came home, ain't trying to see Central booking. Oh shit, now he looking in my face. You better haul ass, cause I ain't with no fucking chase. So lace up your boots, cause I'm about to shoot a true motherfucker going out for the loot. Hey, what the shit, boy? Hit this cheek. <laughs>